Hello everyone, and welcome to the 201st and final episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. Fuck. Fuck, man. What's that? Fuck. <laughs> Actually, that, that was kind of... I don't know, man. Don't know. <laughs> Run it back. Run that, it back. That, that kind of hit me a little bit. I wasn't expecting that. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as B.H.L. Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me as always is my co-host and best friend, oh. Frederick. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I man. thought we were going to get emotional at the end. I don't know. <laughs> but now, <laughs> we're 50 know. seconds in. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, never mind. Uh, we're here, here with me as always is my friend, co-host, and uh, fucking, I don't know. He's got a stupid shirt on. He looks looks fucking... Ah, oh, it's way better. It's yeah. way better. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I saved it there. This'll do. Oh, my God. Uh, my, my friend, co-host, and an exam finisher, Frederick. Oh. Finish his, God, his I finished exams all today. those exams. Let's fucking go. I did indeed. Had a little cheeky four-hour exam this morning, and it was tough, but, you know, I was kept going by the knowledge and the fact that I knew a little bit after that I would be potting. You'd be potting. You'd be hitting the poorly planned. And I am I am joining you today as a 22-year-old man. With it you having, are. Having you celebrated... Been- <laughs> your grandpa-esque birthday yesterday. <laughs> I did. I did get a message from a friend that said, congrats on the big 50, which was <laughs> not appreciated. But, um, and it's giving you mixed emotions given how you hate old people. Yeah. I'm slowly becoming one. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Self-loathing? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was my birthday yesterday. We are recording this on December 13th, although the mushy big announcements and such segment we will record closer to the date of the uh, pod's mm-hmm. release. But... Yeah, it was my birthday yesterday. It was pretty fucking great. Just had a good time. Had a few drinks. It was a, it was a it's a fun vibe. <laughs> a few drinks, you say? <laughs> well, perm. <laughs> well, let's not get into it. Still completely <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I'm recording this from the floor <laughs> of a You're jail in the cell. Pub? Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a few drinks in me. Arrested for like aggravated, violent, drunk assault, <laughs> triple homicide. Um... <laughs> Last night, I got drunk and went kind of goofy ah on him. Literally Grand Theft Auto running through an elder care. God. Uh, a wonderful and somewhat grim opening to the final <laughs> episode. Um, but yeah, today, we're here to do the classic end-of-year pod. God. I, I do always love these. These go... <laughs> it started off just kind of as a little bit of a... I don't know, a bit of a throwaway silly episode where we just got incredibly stupid and then just, <laughs> yes, it's been a returning yeah. thing. I think, yeah, the first one we did in 2017 was like, it was just, it was one of our goofier episodes at the time. Uh, now, <laughs> it, it pales in comparison to what we do now, of course, we're goofy mm, on the daily, course. but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, we, we got real silly with that one. I think we did like a Tom Cruise cocaine bit. Uh, maybe that'll recur uh-huh. here, who knows, but <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but this is, I mean, it's kind of a crazy episode because not only is it the last episode and we'll get all mushy. It's also the end of your episode. It's also, dare I say, ho, ho, ho. It's the Christmas oh, Lord. spectacular. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> A very Good God. appropriate is it, response. Is it hor- Does horny Santa Claus return? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I just say this? I was trying, because people have requested we bring back the, the amazing comedic bit of, I believe it was Seductive Santa. Or <laughs> somewhat Santa. sensual Santa. Something along those lines. I was trying to find the mm. pod in which we did it. I genuinely couldn't find which fucking pod we did that thing in. So I don't really know what it was. I'm pretty sure 
<laughs> it's all just like a memory that's been implanted in me. Yeah, we never did that. I think <laughs> it had something to do with Santa shoving, you know, gifts up your chimney, if you know what I mean. Something along those lines. God. So, uh, I don't really know if we can recreate the magic of that or, or bring that back, but if you have any... <laughs> You know, seductive Santa takes throughout this. Any um, any seductive Santa quotes, I'll 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 hit you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, before we get into all that, yeah, God, there's so much going on this episode. I'm kind of all over the place. I'm 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 very hyped. But mm. there are time codes down below. We're doing our awards, end of year things. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, before we get into that, I feel like it's only appropriate that we we have an anecdote in the in the final episode. anecdote. You dare say these anecdotes have been a, a big part of the pod, and dare say mm. I have in fact. The most insane and intense and uh, thematically <laughs> complex anecdote anyone's ever heard to tell. Um, okay, is this where you reveal that the first like three minutes of this pod were actually real? What we talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No joke. <laughs> Actual crimes occurred. Um, no, it is a. Uh, it is in fact. <laughs> it's, it's such a nothing anecdote, but in a way. <laughs> That is, in a way, I think... A grand cinematic complexity, you said. <laughs> yeah, in a way, I think it is the most befitting for the final episode of pod t- pod, uh, the Poorly Clan podcast. Anyway, I um, I went to a pub the other day. A pub I've never been to. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> like, craziness. <laughs> the crowd goes fucking nuts. <laughs> this is the moment they've all waited for, for 200 episodes. <laughs> They all stand and applaud. <laughs> I He's went outside. <laughs> <laughs> he got some vitamin D. Um, so I go to this pub that I've never been to before. It's, it's quite a nice pub. It's kind of, I wouldn't call it like fancy, but it's, it's you know, it's pretty, uh-huh. it's semi-fancy vibes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and anyway, <laughs> there's, there's no build up to this story. It's so, so, so nothing. Anyway, I go to use the bathroom in this pub and, um, mm-hmm. you know. I do my thing. <laughs> That's great. That's it. That sounds so incriminating. <laughs> when I go to flush the toilet, uh, I, I press the flusher flusher thing, and uh, it makes an enormously loud cartoon fart sound effect. <laughs> flush the toilet, and it caught me so off guard. And I just walked out. There was a guy waiting, and I was I looked at him so sheepishly, and then I just walked away. So. <laughs> I, I had to tell the story of the the pub with the toilet. The greatest makes a the fart greatest sound. anecdote of all time. <laughs> yeah, right. What will be remembered for for years to come? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I've been up to. I guess that that would that would shock me. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, unless you have any similarly super epic I've got, anecdotes, oh God, I've got nothing that could. <laughs> that. That's fair. That's fair. It'd be hard to. I I had to save that one for the last episode. You know. Um, mm. But with that said. Let's fucking go into, into the, the topic. Um, so big spoilers ahead for 2023 movies. We'll try not to spoil anything super explicit uh, but without giving another warning. But, you know, general certain things, like if you don't know what happens in Creed 3, you know, I mean, it came out a while ago. You know, come, come on. Give, give me a break. We're going to be talking <laughs> <Get over it. laughs> our favorite uh, our stuff, stuff that happened in film this year. There are still a lot of films that we haven't seen yet, uh, specifically uh-huh. sort of like awards contenders that come out later, but also... Uh, <laughs> AKA Wonka. <laughs> the Oscar blockbuster vehicle that is Wonka. Um, also, the similarly acclaimed Aquaman 2. Um, <laughs> the Kino Giant that is FNAF. Let's <laughs> believe the Kino Giant that is FNAF will make many appearances on this, uh, in this podcast. Um, but with that said, 
uh, let's just fucking get into it. Starting with an appropriately oh. negative award. Most disappointing movie. Ooh. Okay. All right. Okay. Bet. There's 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 been there's been a few stinkers. I, can, I can't lie. Yes. Um, I definitely know what what my most disappointing movie I think is. I don't think it's the worst one, but probably the most disappointing one. What are we thinking? What you cooking over there? So I, I I've been cooking right, mm. and the recipe leads to to one the one food and one food only. Mm. Ant Man Quantumania. Ooh, interesting. Um, I won't lie, because I wasn't I wasn't super hyped for it. Uh, there might be one that I'm forgetting, but I was I, I wasn't super hyped for it. But the trailer was kind of epic. I thought um, with the, so the wa- Elton John song, the Elton John song kind of kind of got me. So I was like I was I was optimistic going into it, and it just turned out to be a big old pile of doo doo. It was yeah. I I think I wouldn't count it just because yeah. Like I wasn't like super hyped for it, but I do think it was so bad that even a medium mm. amount of hype could qualify as disappointing. Exactly. Uh, that's 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 what I'm that's what I'm saying here. Personally, I would lean towards, it's actually a couple contenders here. I do think, you know, Killers of the Flower Moon, while not bad, was, uh, was not as Kino as expected. Um, <laughs> okay. But I think by far and away, and this is kind of a random shout, but The Killer. I don't know if you... The Killer. Is that, is that the, the, the old Fassbender That's one? my boy Fassbender as just... I, I've not seen. The most... Just washed hitman i've ever seen in my life <laughs> in what can only be described okay. as a like just a very boring movie i don't know the kill i was expecting as okay. david fincher i thought it'd be kind of like a cool thriller vibe you know and i'm all for i'm all for a slow burn but this was not a slow mm-hmm. burn this was just a a slow this was fizzle. a an, un, an unlit candle if you will very much nothing so. happened it was so dry and so like it wasn't even that bad it was just like i was i just was not interested in anything going on really. There's like one or two okay. cool action scenes and like Fastbender's okay, but it's just it's very up its own ass. Um, it's sort of unintentionally funny occasionally, but it's generally just quite boring. That would be my shout. The killer, not the biggest Kino experience of the year for I me. Can't, I can't. <laughs> I can't say I've seen it, so I, I'll have to take your word for it. Mm. But you, you you have mentioned before that it was kind of kind of mid, kind of dry. Just a just a, a Ritz cracker with with no water. You feel me? God. The- God, do I feel you? Not what you want to. Not what you want to be eating. Um, but <clears throat> on a more positive note, we're gonna try for something here. We're gonna go best action scene of the year. Ooh, best action scene. Okay, best action scene. I can I can throw out some names for you here. Some 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 titles. Throw out, throw out some contenders, please. We got a. I'd say I'd say we definitely put John Wick Four in there. Um, although do you, we now? You were not. I remember you. You were not a big fan of of the Wickethin uh, Four. Yeah, I mean, okay. Let's, let's be honest. The action scenes are incredible. So I, yes. I accept that they're on this list. There's that part where they do the top-down camera movement, and, and it, it follows him around the room. There's the part where he fights it, that big fat guy in that nightclub. Come on! You love a big fat guy in a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could you could definitely put Across the Spider-Verse in there for some of it. Ooh. Um, I like that. I like that. Of course, you know, I do think it might be a runaway... You know what? Actually, yeah, no. I, I have my pick, for sure. And it, it was okay. definitely enhanced by the cinematic experience of viewing it but uh oh, when yes. <laughs> you and i were in well, fact 
in the yeah. back seat of Tom Cruise's of car. The small little yellow Fiat looking thing. <laughs> yes. And he drove us around Rome in a 4DX cinema and we were flung from side to side. That was kind And whenever of... he hit something, we were punched in the back. <laughs> it was kind of fucking epic. I'm not going to lie. When he went down those stairs and our seats really went... <laughs> <laughs> that shit was kind of awesome. Look, independent of that, it is a, an amazing action scene. I think probably the best action mm-hmm. scene in that movie. Um, but on I top agree. of the 40X, you know, you can't beat it. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, I, when you said um, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, I was like, yeah, you know, when when he's like escaping the kind of thing with all the, the Spider-Men yeah. or some of the fights he, have, he has with the, the spot... I was like, okay, this could this could definitely be it. But now that you mention it, the, the absolute insanity that was the Rome the Rome tour. Yes. Um, I think I'll have to yeah like overall experience in an action because I almost felt like I was in there like yes. as it was happening to me because of the you know the actual freaking pain we were put through. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one. And in a movie that might have been not mid, but you know maybe not amazing otherwise. Hmm. It's kind of impressive that it has the best action scene of the year, you know, so I think we should it's true. give it its, it's flowers. Um, <laughs> I say Credit we, where credit's due. <laughs> we now hit best performance, which don't best worry. overall performance. Will closely be followed by worst performance, <laughs> where we can get back to our <laughs> negative God. hating ways. <laughs> <laughs> we quickly get a list up of 2023 movies here. Just sure, trying. sure. Just, just so I'm kind of kind of on it, you know? I mean, you know, the, the obvious pick, because again, we haven't really seen many of the Oscar contenders yet. Uh, so the obvious uh-huh. pick, you know, a lot of Oppenheimer cast members were pretty excellent. There's a lot of, um, they, they were, they were. I also, I did see a film uh, called Past Lives, which was very good. It was quite a, quite a low-key kind of emotional semi-romance, semi-life reflection, whatnot. But um, it does star mm-hmm. uh, the granddaughter of Tran from New Girl, if you remember her. Oh, yes, um, I do. Greta Lee, and she's very good in it, as is everyone else in that film. Um, so, honestly, my pick would probably be one of them. Um, All right, fair enough. But do you do you have any other, other shouts? Uh, I'm just sitting here thinking, and, like, I'm not going to give it as best performance of the year, because that, would be, that wouldn't be great. But, like, you know, I <laughs> But Freddie Fazbear act- did go kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Hutcherson, or whatever his name is. <laughs> he did get kind of crazy in that one. <laughs> kind of moved. Um, <laughs> I I really did enjoy some of the the acting done in Guardians Three. I don't know if it's Ooh. the best acting, you know. That's but a good show. I think Peter Quill, Peter Quill, kind of kind of rocked it. Um, and Rocket, I know that's it's, you know it's mainly vo- or only voice acting, but again, I I liked it. So I can't think of anything that specifically rivals that right now. I don't think. Apart, you know, like we've got. Um, uh, what what did we just say? Oppenheimer and stuff, and there's you know, undeniably great performances in that. But I think for me, I'm I'm gonna hit you with a with a Peter Quill in in Guardians. I respect that. Was that. Really good. He does he does have that one part where he he screams and yells a bit, and it was it was quite emotional. Yeah, he's got he's got he's got some saliva coming out. It looks a little little gross. Yeah, not my favorite Pratt moment mm-hmm. of the year, but a very <laughs> moving one. <laughs> That's I'm, the next I'm category. Moving Pratt moment. <laughs> Most moving Pratt moment. <laughs> It comes somehow in, I don't know, grass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> somehow ass. That's exactly what I was gonna say. You took the words right out of my ass. <laughs> um, but we're gonna hit a worst performance now. And look, I have like a Ooh. realistic answer here. <laughs> there's been some. There's been some bad ones. There have been. I have. I have like a 
some some real answers, and then I have some some boiling hot takes, which will need some explanation. But okay, um, I'm here for it. real answer. I'm gonna say. I mean, it's gotta be. I mean, you know, Josh Hutchinson from Five Nights at Freddy's mm. is like. I mean, I, I got nothing Definitely against the not guy. Great. I'm sure he's he's a lovely guy, and he's not like. I, mean, it's, I think it's <laughs> but more, the boy cannot act. <laughs> I think it's probably more the character, and like he's just written as just like yeah, I don't the most yeah, uninteresting. Okay. Like he, I guess yeah, he's not like the acting isn't what stands out in that film is like terrible. Like he's fine, or whatever. But I guess the character mm-hmm. was just so annoyingly, like not likable <laughs> that uh-huh. i don't know um i do have you know i mean i don't want to say the entire cast of fast x with the exception <laughs> of john cena but that could be up there and i mean and jason jason was great jason was he was they was there for for a little bit um mm-hmm. the uh scott lang's daughter in quantumania not great and you know we're not gonna hit any we're not gonna you know what for the final episode should we i think we should maybe avoid Hating on child actors. Um, no, think... that's absolutely hate on some child actors. <laughs> no, which, I mean, which, which one were you going to say? There was not going to be any hate, um, but I do recall posing the question in regards to the uh, latest Indiana Jones film that mm. they must have auditioned a lot of people for that role. So I was, slight, I was, so how, I was just confused how, how, um, how they came yeah, to the decision just... to, to land on the one that they did. <laughs> How they decided to choose the worst actor in the world <laughs> no, no, no. for the role. That's what you you're know, saying. I, he's a kid. He's tried his best. Uh, but, you know, I, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention one of our favorite traditions, which is, I guess, hating on child actors. <laughs> which is not, not a thing we do. I'm, I'm sorry. We hate on old uh, people. <laughs> we hate all ages here. Um, what are you thinking over there? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because I'm, I'm just I'm trying to remember all let me get me my letterbox up here as well because i feel like there's sure. there's one burning burning well, thing i do remember you talking I... about someone you you did not like although i don't know if it was more the character but um please the me. hunger games film yes i was um see again i don't know if that is just the character or if it's the acting i just thought the acting just didn't really fit sometimes i thought the 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 accent of what was her name Rachel Ziegler? Rachel Rachel Ziegler Ziegler. I don't know who like greenlit that, but it was just <laughs> it was not good. Um it wasn't and it distracted it. from it. So that is definitely a contender. Let me see. It it won't load my my movies, which isn't great, mm. but I didn't love I, I forget. Remind me if this came out this year. Did Knock at the Cabin come out this year or was that last year? It did. I think it did, yeah. Yeah. Knock at the Cabin. Uh, the return of <laughs> Rupert, <laughs> the Grint comeback we've all been pleading <laughs> for. <laughs> the thing we were all missing. Yeah, the Grint comeback, very underwhelming. Just kind of, <laughs> kind of there. God. But well, again, that might not have been his acting. That might just have been the fucking hype around it that just turned into just the complete nothingness that was the Grint return. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to Rachel Zegler. Okay, but it could have been more the. It could, it could, it could have writing. been, it could have been Rupert. I say we go, uh, do we go? Oh, wait, 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 real quick, actually. Worst performance. This is definitely not the worst performance, but I just want to point out. Okay. For two very kino actors to deliver these performances in films that are very well regarded, I just think mm-hmm. it, it, you know, you're not expecting great stuff from FNAF, but you're expecting yeah. a lot better from both <laughs> Matt Damon and Oppenheimer, <laughs> who did kind of just <laughs> play insane military man I, from a different you, movie. You, 
you've got you've got this weird hatred for Matt Damon in that movie. <laughs> I do, and I love Matt Damon. So I don't know why that that's coming up. And then also, man, I'm sorry, but DiCaprio in Killers of the Flower Moon is the worst not, DiCaprio performance I've ever seen. He's Damn. mean mugging, doing this like. He, it's him and De Niro trying to, like, out-mean-mug each other. And there's this one scene where he's getting interrogated. And he, it literally... I almost started laughing because it seems like a parody of, like, an actor trying too hard to be... Like, he's doing this, like, the okay. face where he's like... Mm, 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 and he's just... It's this, like, <laughs> hammed up. Like, ah. Uh, just, you know, again, not the worst performance of the year. But for, you know, what, what some could call a generational talent of acting, I was mm-hmm. thoroughly underwhelmed by DiCaprio. Okay. Is what it is. <laughs> Um, it, it do be what it do be. <laughs> do we want to talk best and worst CGI of the year? Ooh, I th- I think we do. Cause best CGI, um, I am leaning towards. <laughs> I am leading Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we got to bring back Cocaine Bear at some point for something. Uh, of course, of course. I am leaning Guardians Three. I think also Talk to Me. Um, the, Talk to Me had some very very good. You the, know the, the horror movie. That yeah, was actually. Again, that's part of what made it such a such a good movie. I think is because it was kind of it was kind of low key, but it was also it was very well done, and that kind of combination worked very well. Could also go the Meg because beautiful. <laughs> the Meg Two was kind of gorgeous. Uh, I mean Oppenheimer. You know, I know they did a lot of practical stuff, so I don't know if we can fit that. But in terms of visual effects, and you know what, I'm actually I'm gonna go for a bit of a bit of an underdog here. But I did see, and I just kind of want to include this because I have no other like benefit of having seen this quite mid movie i did see this movie called okay. the creator starring uh john All david right. washington and he's he adopts a robot girl and he's he's fighting you know big robot corporation or something i don't really remember <laughs> as as washington is tends to do <laughs> it's a very forgettable film if i'm honest but it is easily the like the visual effects are fucking fantastic. It's the guy who did Godzilla and Rogue One. Like he's kind of known for these epic visuals, and they have all these fucking robot mm-hmm. characters where their their head is a robot and whatever the fuck <laughs> their head is a robot. Yeah. I guess I don't know. <laughs> um, the greatest thing they're known for <laughs> that that had probably the best effects I've seen this year. All right, all right, fair. Um, for my contender, I think. Yeah, I mean, talk to me and Guardians, as we already said, just great. Um, so I'll probably go with one of those because I both enjoyed them and they were very, very good. So I, I will, between the two, let's go Guardians because it was larger scale. Fair, fair. In terms of worse CGI, for me, it's a very clear two-horse race here, if that's a okay. phrase. Uh, <laughs> oh, you've made it one. <laughs> <laughs> we're going either Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, mm-hmm. or a film I did actually very much enjoy, The Flash. Which had like the Flash, unspeakably bad effects. But then also, <laughs> Quantumania had Modok, Mo- um, among but other again, things. Modok was kind of goaded, if you think about it. <laughs> in another Don't way. lie. Did you not love when Modok showed up? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he did kind of improve what was otherwise a really boring, terrible film by being so bad he was kind of epic. But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. There was also not the self-awareness that one could have maybe done such a terrible effect with. Like, it did seem mm. like the joke was more like, isn't this such a weird creature of the of the crazy quantum <laughs> realm? And not, isn't this just, what's isn't his name's Modoc face? this guy looking fucking <laughs> disgusting? Yeah, his PNG image stretched over, like, a green screen or whatever. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know, but The Flash does have some stinky CGI people. Like a... Like a... Mm. 
which also, by the way, you know what? I think I might go with The Flash because Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania is a terrible movie regardless of if the effects are good or not. The Flash got so much hate. I think mostly, I mean, yes, there's all the behind the scenes stuff, but I think mostly because people saw all those clips and like the effects and the action are terrible and the third act devolves into this nonsense, okay. whatever. But the rest of the movie is actually kind of charming in some way and no one gives right. it a fucking chance. I sound like a crazy person. Like the Flash was pretty good. And I got laughed out of the film class. <laughs> so now I'm going to say it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Give it the worst award. <laughs> Everyone hated me for, for for liking it. So now my comeback is agreeing with them. <laughs> They'll never see it coming. <laughs> I remember you talking about Shazam not having the best one either. Oh, yeah. I never saw Shazam, but it looked it All right, just very that it goofy. Kinda, um, I will say, whilst there, there were moments in this movie that, that worked for me, there were also some... And it, it didn't really take away from the enjoyment that I had of the movie, but there were some moments in The Meg 2 <laughs> where I was like, right, this, this is not, this ain't looking too good. There's these like <laughs> dinosaurs that can swim like thousands of meters below water, but then also walk on land. And when they're walking on land, like, God, that shit looks goofy. <laughs> yeah. And some of the Meg swimming and like action scenes are just, they're not looking that good. I won't lie. Um, so for me, whilst it, it didn't take away from the enjoyment, I thought the Meg did have some kind of kind of shitty uh, CGI. Fair. I can uh, I can very much picture that. Just uh, <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> oh, I I don't even have Blue Beetle on my list here. I should put that in there somewhere. Um, by the way, I would also give an honorable mention to the Creed three uh, finale when they fight in that void and then suddenly it's a prison cell and it's the goofiest uh, of shit. Yeah, did, did did not really uh, come across the way they wanted it to. Didn't hit B Jordan. Um, <laughs> I say, you know, do we do we jump into some of our kind of more pod exclusive awards now? Um, Ooh, some of the patented ones. Because <laughs> right? God, do we have a lot? Um, <laughs> okay. I say, do we start off with a with a classic? Uh, mm. Also, wait, hold up one second, because my computer is like smoking over here. I was like, let me close some stuff. <laughs> About to explode with the thought of having to record <laughs> a pod exclusive category. <laughs> <laughs> About to do the most uncomfortable sex scene award. <laughs> Ain't no way. Followed by the most comfortable sex scene award. <laughs> yeah, that's actually. How have we never had <laughs> that category? The most. How we never had the category. The category of sex that I've really enjoyed watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The most erotically satisfying movie moment. <laughs> Obviously, also coming in the Meg Two. Anyway, we are gonna do most uncomfortable slash weirdest sex scene, which, if you remember, mm. started as weirdest scene where Eggsy fingers some random girl. Yes. <laughs> God, do I remember. I think there is, I mean, a very obvious contender here. Um, Please. And it might be the only one if I'm... I mean, yeah, I don't really know how much sex there's been this year. I think we, we were discussing... <laughs> I won't, I won't, yeah, there's been a decline in sex in Hollywood, which is yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, can we bring sex back, please? But I'm gonna say... <laughs> Um, well, you know what? Okay, there's there's two categories here, <laughs> or two two contenders. Okay. I mean, mm. the obvious one is of course the Sloppenheimer that occurs. The Sloppenheimer, where I mean, there's multiple. There's there's they're getting it there's on. The and, <laughs> there's the ball Bustenheimer. There's ball Bustenheimer when he sits with his legs crossed, and I think as you put it, pickles his own penis. Um, <laughs> there's the part where they're they're making love at the at the the boardroom meeting, yeah, the, and Emily Blunt's the Cuckenheimer. The Cuckenheimer. <laughs> I would say though. A semi-contender mm. for th for this as well would be, um, and this is not at all anything to do with the 
uh, ages of anyone involved in this, but <laughs> at the end of sure. Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> ah, interesting. There is the a truth moment comes out <laughs> in which Indiana and Marion um, recreate what in the original Indiana Jones is a very romantic and, dare I say, even a little <laughs> sexy scene. Okay. In which okay. Indiana's like, oh, you know, I don't know. Like, it hurts. Like, my shoulder hurts, whatever. So she kisses his shoulder, and she's like, does anywhere else hurt? And he's like, mm, maybe here. And he points to his elbow. She kisses the elbow. And then, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It, leads to, it leads to the lips. It is then recreated at the end of Indiana Jones 5 when they're both, I dare say, north of 70. <laughs> sorry, no, no. I'm sorry. No, it has nothing to do with them being old, and this is not a thing. But no, it's definitely got something to do with them being old. You said they did it again when they were north of 70. <laughs> But I mean, insinuating that old people can't fuck. <laughs> no, they can and they should, and that's fine. Um, but you know, I mean, it is as I said in my review, and I'm trying to be less because um, I was you know hypercritical there. But of course, it is. It's kind of emblematic of the rest of the film, where it has taken Indiana Jones as a character who is an archetype of you know fun and adventure, and you know the guy who everyone wants to be, and you know people want to be him or be with him. I ain't judging. You do you. You know. I ain't uh-huh. saying nothing about myself, but you know. Well, well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the grave you're digging is incredibly deep. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, I know some people want to fuck him. I don't know. Yo, yo, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> My point was that then at the end, to take what was once kind of you know a quite sexy, cool scene, <laughs> you get a raisin boy doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, never mind. Never mind. I retract everything. Your point point is that 40-some years ago, when they were both fresh, that was a hot scene. And now that you watch it, you're disgusted at the amount of of wrinkle in it. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying, and I I apologize. Anyway, I say we move on. Um, (laughs) The point is never come across. Why did I bring this up? Um, <laughs> so sorry, so sorry. Let's not end the pod with more alleged, I might add, elder hate. Um, you said that like a criminal who knows he's been caught, but they can't prove it. In this category, in the end, it probably will go to Balbustenheimer, right? Yeah. But, and this this is not a direct sex scene, but... I do just want to address the fact that it is hinted that a regular-sized person in the <laughs> yes. Dungeons yeah. & Dragons universe yeah. has extreme sexual intercourse with miniature Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yes, yes. And to be clear... And that's just, again, we don't, we don't see it. Yes. But... If you haven't seen Dungeons & Dragons, Bradley Cooper does not play a dwarf character. He plays a literal miniature person yeah, a literal mini me yes. it looks like <laughs> yes. that one like christoph waltz matt damon movie where they shrink yeah my least favorite movie of all time downsizing yes exactly um that so is a good. downsized bradley cooper yeah just going going to town on a on a life-size vagina <laughs> <laughs> wow okay i feel like this category got a little out of hand in more ways than one this year i think we should possibly move on but yes i agree That's semi-disturbing might imagery moment. might be a good good idea to move on <laughs> um well we're gonna move on to mm. a collection of tom cruise categories um Ooh. because this is something that has an been... appropriate segue <laughs> <laughs> this is something that uh, i was looking through the categories in the previous years and there's been lots of Tom Cruise categories, so I thought 
we could just uh, we just kind of combine them all because when I think about it, they all kind of mean the same thing. Um, mm. So we have best movie where Tom Cruise is on cocaine, um, uh-huh. which was from 2017, I believe. Best mm. scene where Tom Cruise really Tom Cruises it up. And okay. Of course, nice. best moment when Tom Cruise tried to kill himself on camera. So Ooh, you can see how right, these three yeah. coincide. They do. They really do. They really do. Because you know, of course, I think Cruise stays away from the drugs, but Tom cruising it up, I feel, does have a I'm very much on cocaine energy to it at the very least. It it truly does. It gives a don't come near me and I'll or I'll bite your face off kind of energy. <laughs> right. And I do think the scene in Mission Impossible Seven when. <laughs> they are aware of a bomb in the airport, and <laughs> he's like, it's, "If there's uh, a nuclear bomb, you bother me with it." That had <laughs> slight again. Slight. Sounds like he's gonna like freaking <laughs> anally ingest it to make it not go off or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I will handle it. <laughs> you bother me with it, okay? <laughs> I think that is a very good contender. There's also um, there's an extended running sequence in in this one. I believe That's, <laughs> there is, yeah. That, that that it that goes that I feel like goes to the to the point where it just kind of takes the piss. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. There's the part where he crashes into the side of the train and he's just kind of like, kind of bewildered. She's like, oh, oh, hey there, hey, hey. you know, that, that's kind of. A... <laughs> oh, jeez, what? <laughs> also, him jumping off the cliff, I guess, you know, counts because he's like, Benji. I feel like that's less of a... like. There's no cliff here. I can't do this. And it's like, Cruz, you've done this every movie. We we know what you're gonna do. Cruz, come on, please stop teasing me. I feel like that's less of a cocaine moment, and that's that's just more Tom Cruise wanting to die. Cause, right. You know, There's a big thing how how difficult and in fairness, we said it was slightly underwhelming seeing it in the movie, but the feat itself is very impressive and very dangerous. So it is, yeah. Fair that play, might right? have to go for for at least that that section of the category. Yeah. We also we do have another cruise. So I think the nuke the nuke moment should take that. Um, yeah. We do have another cruise one though here. Uh, movie that would be most improved by adding Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, Ooh. Now, I don't want to say <laughs> that I would love for the FNAF movie to have some Tom Cruise. <laughs> Cruise possibly or like, as Freddy Fazbear? I don't know. As Chico? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> or like just a random like kind of Super small Tom Cruise cameo in Cocaine Bear or something. I was gonna say Cocaine Bear could have been a huge shout. Um, I think that would have been so funny. Like he's like the park ranger or something, and then just gets mauled. Or if we could put him in the Ray Liotta role where his guts are eaten at the end. True could also be very good. (laughs) And then it says in loving memory of Ray Liotta. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of a crazy moment that happened this year. I feel like we just moved past that as a society. Completely out of pocket moment. <laughs> Violently out of pocket. The inloading memory came like genuinely five minutes after <laughs> the scene of him getting his guts eaten by bears. Um, I'm, yeah. You know what? I would also okay. Like an, an ironic answer. Cruise in Oppenheimer in some role could have maybe been kind of cool instead of Matt Damon, perhaps. Ooh, I was thinking maybe. I mean, I did like Downey Jr. a lot, but. I feel like Cruz could have done that role as well, maybe. Ooh, Possibly. Really? I don't know. I don't know. He could, you know. He... Maybe as the bomb. <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. Imagine that. Like, the big buildup is just a bunch of scientists standing around Cruz's body, putting, like, weird parts on him. <laughs> yeah. I would like if the poster just said, Oppenheimer, Tom Cruise is the bomb. 
Tom Cruise represents the A-bomb. <laughs> yeah, but I also think maybe, I don't know, throw him in fucking... Throw him in Barbie. That'd throw him in Barbie, sure, yeah. Make him a Ken. Why not? Um, mm. Next, we're going to move on to... You know what? I, I feel like we have not really emphasized the Christmas nature of this pod. So I feel like we should, we should go heavy on that here. Please. Merry Christmas, everyone. Ho, 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 and such. Um, we're going to move on to the... <laughs> Is that what seductive Santa asks for? <laughs> ho, ho, hoes, and such? <laughs> also, I like how there's not a Christmas category. That's just my way of spicing up the Christmasness of the pod. Yeah. Guys, I feel like we've not done any Christmas stuff. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Anyways, <laughs> best such. cocaine sex scene. Cocaine sex scene would be an insane category that I think we should do. Um, but in the yeah, in, in the tradition of Seductive Santa or whatever, we should do some Christmas stuff. So character you'd least like to spend Christmas with. Ooh. <laughs> and we cannot say Tom Cruise is a person. <laughs> Can you either get super mean here or <laughs> Okay. I think we've already done like most annoying character and the worst performance part, so I don't think we need to get like super okay. harsh um this does have to be a proper like character it can't be like the meg <laughs> i guess it could be the meg that you don't want to spend christmas with i guess that is fair also how dare you um, reference it as not a real character <laughs> i would lean towards everyone not everyone but most of the people in killers of the flower moon they're just all okay. terrible people who are like annoying fair fair um I would maybe lean towards. <laughs> I really don't want to spend any time with the entirety of the Vin Diesel family. Yeah, I was gonna Fast say. X. That sounds like I can't imagine the a worse worst Christmas. <laughs> the worst Christmas possible. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up already and give me my turkey. <laughs> Where is my brown sauce? <laughs> Imagining Diesel at like a traditional Danish Christmas serving bone <laughs> socks. Sitting there with the Rieselaman. <laughs> Diesel brings out his favorite Abelskewer. <laughs> Diesel dances around the Christmas tree singing Nude Yudigen. These are such specific Danish references. Diesel shares a big pint of Glück. <laughs> God, um, no, the Diesel family would be fucking insufferable to be around. Not like the Vin Diesel family yeah. in real life, but I mean like the Fast and Furious thing, because that sounded really mean. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say Indiana Jones, but I do feel like the one from Indiana Jones 5 would kind of just bum out the entire vibe. Like, I don't know. <laughs> just kind of bring it down wonder, a little bit. Wonder why? <laughs> it's not because of his age. It's he's a grumpy man. He's a grumpy, sad mm. man. And that could happen yeah. at any point in your life. Uh-huh. <laughs> true, true, true. You know who I also would not want to spend uh, any Christmas with? Mm. Batman from Batman: <laughs> Doom that got Gotham. Fuck oh, me, okay. the weirdest fucking Batman ever. <laughs> is that the one where he gets eaten in the Antarctic and the penguin is there or something? Or he, he turns into eaten, a literal yeah. bat or something like that? He turns into a literal bat. <laughs> but the main thing, the main reason I say this is because he just seems to have a complete and genuine disregard for anyone who cares about him mm. in that his like three robins or disciples all die and he does not care <laughs> but no yeah i think i'm gonna go with the fast and furious familia i think that's a good that's a that's a great shout um mm -hmm. we move on to 
sorry, just some of these categories we've had over the years. I don't know what we were cooking on some of these. The It's Already <laughs> in the Patient's Mouth Sun Award. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that guy's done lately. Uh, what was his name? Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown. What was he in this year? Like, Okay, well, he was in some stuff that I haven't seen yet. So, Although last year he was in a film called Honk for Jesus. <laughs> so I think that's going to win this year. <laughs> so six years ago he was in Honk for Jesus. So that wins the 2023 awards. <laughs> the biggest piece of Kino of the 21st century. <laughs> Wait, what's like, it has a full title here. Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. And he stars as Damn. Lee Curtis Childs. <laughs> What's Sterling K. Brown been up to, man? What's he doing? Such a weird Not much. God damn. My um, boy fell off. <laughs> I think he might be in something good coming out soon, but um we went from the Predator to Honk for Jesus. <laughs> Somehow a downgrade from the Predator, the worst film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> um well i say you know we move straight into the this uh, you know okay this one this one's fucking great actually because i have a clear contender okay. mind for this for Ooh. 2023 the best <laughs> comeback story of the year <laughs> such emphasis on the comeback <laughs> now i think and i i might have to double check that that was this year but i do believe it was at the very start of the year and mm, can we just give it up for some could say the goat. I mean, we're, we're joking okay. here, but it is genuinely quite impressive. Jeremy Renner. Ooh. Is he back? I think he's... I mean, he's not dead, which I would call dead. a comeback story. Like, I don't know. I mean, he received, like, fatal injuries and, and lived through it. And yeah. He's just kind of hanging that out. And true. He's doing his thing, and he got through it, I guess, and that's that's a big that's a big dub. He's slowly getting back to acting, I think? I think so. I mean, he must... Because, you know, when he's been on talk shows and stuff, he <laughs> he's also... He's not that rich. He has to be. <laughs> fucking better like you know but anyway so i think jeremy renner wins the best comeback story because i think he's probably gonna get back to acting and if not just the fact that he's alive i think that's a fucking tremendous story. yeah i mean that's great Go renner man big big year for renner um kind of an unfortunate year i guess <laughs> i'm sorry I, I don't know how to handle these things <laughs> so, so- so, so the fact that you got so real all of a sudden. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, big year for Renner. He's done his best work. <laughs> this and the Jeremy Renner app are his two single greatest accomplishments. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> nah, man, for real. But big, big year for Renner, man. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm trying to be genuine because I think we can joke about it because he's fine. But I also feel kind of bad because it was like a horrific thing. Anyway. Oh, he's good. <laughs> yes, so that's good. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on. Um, we have ooh, best death of the year. Ooh, okay. I mean, I hate to say we've already talked about Ray Liotta, and unfortunately, that one does <laughs> coincide with a real life death, which I I did not intend when I yeah. said that. But <laughs> not great, but kind of an epic death nonetheless. <laughs> well, in terms of that being one of his final on screen. I think he's the best part of that movie, honestly, like besides the actual bear itself. Um, and that death, mm. you know, even if you take aside the juxtaposition to the In Loving Memory title card at the end, I think that is just uh-huh. kind of a hilarious, pretty cool death for a villainous character. Um, it is. In terms of other uh, deaths... Other deaths, I, I don't remember if she fully dies, but 
the Hulk-esque smashing in uh, the Dungeons & Dragons movie was kind of enjoyable. Yes, that is that is very good, actually. Um, I don't remember if... She, yeah, as I said, I don't remember if she died from that or not. But that was definitely a, a villain beatdown that was very satisfying to watch. That was great. Um, I mean, technically, spoiler alert for John Wick 4, kind of supposedly John Wick dies, but it seems like they're making another one. Also, yeah. it wasn't also I didn't like that death. death. Like my boy, get yeah, he survived so much. Then a shot to like the gut. Like, come on now. Yeah, I am gonna. <laughs> I hate to give an honorable mention here, but I might have to to um, Ma- Mama Creed from Creed Three, which we kind of ruined for ourselves by doing, I believe, an extended Lil Duke bit about it. <laughs> but um, because <laughs> it was quite a, a sweet and moving scene. Um, I'm gonna have to give it to Mama Creed. <laughs> Great job, big year for her. <laughs> Truly, some of her best work. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty good, I guess. Sure, um, but I, I but all I, the little all the little duking kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, think. I would go with what was the first one we said? Um, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta in you're Cocaine going, Bear. Ray. Okay, I can I can definitely get behind that. Um, I'm gonna go Ray Liotta or the four deaths in Knock at the Knock at the Cabin. Okay, all right, because they're just kind of so random, especially the Grint death. <laughs> Grint having a bad time in that movie. Grint, not some of his finest work. It must be said. <laughs> um, we move on to a category that is is a new one for this year specifically. So mm. get ready for this very exciting new award. I'm called this excited. one. <clears throat> the I'm him moment, also known as <laughs> the Big Dick Swinger Award. <laughs> the I'm him award. <laughs> now, I do have one specific one in mind when I wrote this. Um, mm, please. And it is, in fact, the one of the only redeemable moments in an otherwise terrible film. Um, it is when Hank Pym emerges with his ant army, and he does just like... The- <laughs> coolest walk <laughs> does the most swaggerful walk in the world wait i did think big dick swinger when he did that so <laughs> that is what i would go with there okay i could definitely a thousand percent get behind that um mm. there is also a certain you know big dick energy about surviving as long as harrison ford has <laughs> that's very true i'll give you There's, that uh, yeah there is that um I also think that <laughs> there is some nutty. Uh, I can't. I wish you'd seen it because you'd get some of these. But like the Meg Two, there are some some <sighs> nutty big dick energy moments from Statham and uh, the the dad in that. So I don't know. There's there's uh, certain there's certain contenders. I, I do need to see the Meg Two. I also think speaking of Statham, an underrated. Well, mm. actually, it was kind of a nothing movie, but an underrated contender for this <laughs> in the film Operation Fortune. Um, Hugh Grant saying, I'll have a cocktail, hold the tail, <laughs> or what does he say? <laughs> he says something along those lines. He doesn't say that. <laughs> no, no, that would... no, that's, it. That's, that's it to him, sorry. sorry. The greatest I'm him moment in cinema? <laughs> Please give Can me I have a, a cocktail dick? minus the shot? Please give me some penis. <laughs> But I think the fact that that is asked of Hugh Grant or something, I can't remember what the fuck happened there. But It's you know. Aubrey Plaza who's trying to flirt with him. Yes. Whilst being a spy. She's like, yes. I'll have a cocktail. Mine is the tail. 
And and Grant and does a little Grant face. Grant just like nearly chokes on his own freaking <laughs> dick. <laughs> but anyway, I think we should stick with the Hank <laughs> one. I think I think we kind of. <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't think this one went so well. <laughs> Let's not go into Hugh Grant territory. Here. <laughs> um, we move on to one of my favorite categories of the year. Mm. Movie title that describes Freddy. Ooh. Now. Yes. Okay. Um, Is this you do me and I do you? Okay. Well, hmm. How about, okay, we, then we can only each pick one so we don't repeat. Um, okay. Th- what the other so I'm, I'm, I'm choosing one for you here, yeah? Yeah, sure. I, I think I, I think I have one for you, and I'll <sighs> I'll do my very best not to go with Wonka. <laughs> and these have to be movies we've watched. We're not going to search. No, no, it can be, it can be anything. Seen. I'm I, the one I picked anything. is not a film that I've seen. <laughs> oh, okay. Then give give me just a little bit of time. Mm. All right, I've got one. Okay, well for you, um, I was thinking <laughs> I would attack your world <laughs> your world famous impotence. Um, and mm. attribute you with the film No Hard Feelings. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was appropriate. I see. Yes. I see. I see you. Um, mm. So, <laughs> I get... <laughs> I found one that I think would just, like, describe your... Um, say, like, if you were a super, superhero, I think this would be your superhero name. The Human Surge 3. <laughs> I've never heard of that movie. The Human Surge Three. <laughs> I mean, for you, I um, I was also thinking possibly missing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, returning to your sex life, I think I could also attribute you with the film Bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've. Uh, in 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 a similar fashion, I would like to. I think. Are you, two 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 of these. Very much to do with your sex life, and the first one is how you approach to how you approach women. Mm. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And then the other one is mainly your sexual proclivities, mm. which I would say fit very well with <laughs> murder mystery two. <laughs> you know what? I I I get that. I see that. <laughs> Bet I see that. <laughs> Um, God, we have so many fucking categories, and we've already been going for so long. I don't know how we're gonna how we're gonna do this. Um, do we do a little bit of a speed round, maybe? Ooh, up to you, up to you. I, I let I let you I let you lead. Well, for, I mean, we got to do the you tucked in there award. Um, of course, please. <laughs> I don't That's know the what most important award Keegan Michael Key or Jordan Peele have been up to this year. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> way too much. Well, Keegan Michael Key was in both. It was in Toad. Was in Toad? Was in the Super <laughs> Mario Bros. movie as Toad? Um, was in <laughs> Keegan Michael Was in Toad? Was in um, Wonka and Migration? So mm. I mean, I think he's got to pick up the award this year because Peel kind of be lacking, if I'm honest. He really do be. I mean, 2023, he did. Yeah, he did nothing, bro. Apparently, he's like teaming up with like Hideo or like Hideo. Kojima or whatever his name mm. is, like who does video games. So yeah. possibly appeal video game in the future, but Ooh. you know, where <laughs> you play as Keegan Michael Key being in Toad, <laughs> <laughs> the greatest experience. <laughs> it's VR. <laughs> um, I think that coincides nicely with again mm. an award that I don't know if 
we'll have a lot of great stuff for it, but we're going to go with the Big Willie Style Award 2023. The Big Willie Style Award? It's happening. Get excited. Um, okay. Okay. What's his, uh, where's his filmography at? What's he been doing? He was in nothing this year. God damn it. Fuck. But he is scheduled to appear as Mike Lowry in Untitled Fourth Bad Boys film. Fuck me. The third Bad Boys was so bad. It was so bad. It's coming June 14th next year. That's actually crazy. Oh my god. Damn. Was, was Big Willie Styles really in nothing this year? He was not in any movies this year, yeah. I mean, he he has been in, you know, um, kind of he after... a bit of a stinker. ...jail yeah. for a bit. Um, I mean, there's been, like, stories and stuff. Didn't didn't Jada say they'd been divorced for, for years or something? Or they'd been separated for like a Like, six time? years or something? But now they're like, it saved our marriage and shit like that? I don't know. Well, I have Googled Will Smith's name, though, and I think we can award the Big Willie Style Award for some reason to Floyd Mayweather this year because... <laughs> There's an <laughs> there's an article here from the Irish Sun, so you take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Mm. But it says Floyd Mayweather called Will Smith every day for ten days after Chris Rock Oscar slap to call him quote the champ, <laughs> which is kind of super epic. If just a boxer calls you for ten days straight and just says you the champ and then hangs you up, the champ. <laughs> what if it's like ironic and he's just like bullying him? <laughs> What's up, champ? <laughs> yeah, no, okay, fair enough. So, here you go, Floyd, I guess. Um, best moment where Dwayne should have died, in parentheses, the <laughs> it didn't hit any vital organs award. Yo, actually, can okay. we low-key give this to Jeremy Renner? Because I feel like that's a it didn't hit any vital <laughs> organs <laughs> type performance. I feel like it did hit all the vital <laughs> organs. Every vital <laughs> organ, actually. You know, the whole point of that is that, like, you know, he walks away unscathed. <laughs> yes. Yes, you're right, you're right, never mind. The, uh, the point of this award is someone who is, like, hit with something that should definitely kill them, and it's, like, com- not just not killed, but is completely fine. Um, hmm. I do think, I mean, Dwayne didn't do a lot this year, I don't think, in terms of films, which is a shame, but I do yeah, think... What, what, what's, what's Dwayne done this year? I would go with John Wick in John Wick 4 for this. God. True. Um, especially is, when he I falls mean, down is... all those stairs. But then he dies to the most random thing. He but does. Yes, I can... So I- I can I can get behind that. <laughs> Damn it! I just I found a movie that would also f- suit you very well. <laughs> White men can't jump. <laughs> that is me all over. I am Jack Harlow. <laughs> um, to be fair, the only movie really that Dwayne was in this year was um, Fast X in a small cameo, and he didn't really have any vital organs moments there. So that's, that's kind of a shame. True. Um, yeah. Which also the I, best. Sorry. I was going to say, I do have a, another mention of the Meg, where okay. <laughs> Statham is thousands of meters below in, like, insanely fucking, you know, like, highly pressurized uh, environments. And he's like, I know how I can swim outside with no protection. I'm just going to empty all my lungs till my nose bleeds, and then I can swim around out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah. Like, you Statham, I'm almost certain that's not a thing. And he just, like, <laughs> walks away as if nothing happened. Yeah. So, Fair. yeah, not I the best. Statham, Statham could be the recipient as well. Um, mm. We're going to go... Uh, also, considering jo- George... Considering Dwayne wasn't in any <laughs> movies... <George. laughs> Let's just do that for a while. Let's just consider... A ballad? <laughs> A eulogy? <laughs> An homage? Because <laughs> um, I do believe the iconic Best George Award we typically just give to the Dwayne Johnson mm. film that year. 
Um, okay. Named, of course, after the amazing George from Rampage, a classic pod moment. Um, a classic. So I guess we have to give it to Fast X. Um, yeah. Because Dwayne didn't really do much. I do, unfortunately, here, just I wrote down another 2023 original award. <laughs> it is, in fact, the oldest man award. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can move past that. I think we've covered that ground. I think, I think we all know who's going to win that. <laughs> I do think honorable mention Keaton in The Flash. He's getting up. I guess there. he's kind of old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a really fun word. <laughs> Not at all mean spirited. I guess he's crumbling a bit. <laughs> um, Jesus. Okay, you know, let's speed around. Let's let's do this because I, I want to okay, okay, get okay, this. Okay. okay, most overrated movie of the year. I'm going Ooh. to say, Killers of the Flower Moon was not all that. Was not all that. I'm gonna hit you with Creed three or Barbie. Both Ooh. of them actually fine. I would go Barbie. Yeah, I'm going to go Barbie. Uh, most underrated movie of the year. Underrated? Um, I don't know how many people have talked about it, but I mean, Talk to Me, really quite good. I, I very much enjoyed Talk it. Talk to Me was very good. I would also, sneaky one here, I would go The Flash, because again, <laughs> it's not great in terms of the effects. The biggest Flash king? <laughs> the effects in the third act really bring it down, but people just saw clips of it on TikTok and wouldn't give it a chance, and the rest of the film is actually kind of funny and charming. Alright? I'm just saying. Just putting it out there. I, I ain't judging. <laughs> I ain't hating nor judging. <laughs> Enjoy the Flash cope. Um, <laughs> also, I can't, I can't believe I'm defending the Flash, the fucking the Ezra Miller movie. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know how we ended up here, yeah. Um, I'm just talking about the, the content of the film, thank you. The most emotional movie moment. Um, for me, it's Ooh. easily Guardians 3, the, uh, I, the whole finale. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Wrapped it Definitely up for those the characters. whole finale. Perfectly. Yeah. Uh, uh, best villain? Best villain. Mm. Okay. We've got, we've got a few, few options here. I think Jason Momoa, pretty good. You know what? In an otherwise garbage movie he kind of he was one of the better parts kind of sure. kind of carried um across I the think the across the spider-verse the also very good the spot yeah. and also like miguel is a bit of a, bit of a yeah, gray yeah. area you know that's true um i think the i think mo what not modok fuck the, <laughs> the greatest villain <laughs> i think the what's his name the creator or something in Guardians as well, also pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, was, he was solid. Uh, you know what? And, yeah. I'll say a nice word about Indiana Jones 5. Does star our boy, Mess Megaton, you know, mm-hmm. as the villain. Might, you know, give a little shout for him because he's Danish, so we, we appreciate him. Fair, 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 fair. Um, um, I think the Meg, reliable. <laughs> <laughs> Classic villain. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go the spot. Why not? <laughs> Actually, the, the Meg kind of kind of go hard. You know what? I'm gonna hit you with uh, I'm gonna hit you with the Meg. <laughs> Let's talk biggest clown of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Is this on screen or? Uh... Well, I think I mean last year I think we gave it to Will Smith for just his general year. So hmm. I think you know what? I have a kind of unconventional shout for this. Obviously, I think you know one could go Ezra Miller, um, mm-hmm. but I do think most one definitely of could. Their offenses were in years previous. I don't really know what. If, like, any of the stuff was happening this year specifically. Um, 
not that that excuses anything, but just for 2023 Clown of the Year Award. Um, I do, I have kind of an unconventional take here, and this is not like a person who, you know, has done anything like terrible or like an actual, you know, criminal act or anything, but I think just generally, and I'm pinpointing a larger thing on one person here, it's kind of unfair, All right. I might go Kevin Feige in 2023. Ooh, I'm not saying, it's okay. not against him personally, but in terms of the MCU brand and how far it has fallen in the cultural zeitgeist in the past okay. three, four years... Especially given mm-hmm. 2023, when there were some kind of washed shows, some some underperforming yeah. movies, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, the first year since fucking like 2013, 2012, when I didn't see an MCU movie in the cinema, I didn't see the Marvels, because I was just not interested. And yes, not it. I'm a grown man, so you know, that also probably changes things, but... I just, think, <laughs> I just think the general state of Marvel Studios currently, I'm not saying it's Kevin Feige's fault specifically, but if you got to point that on one person, that might be the biggest clownery story of 2023. So we might put it on Kevin Feige for, for the Ooh, award. Okay, okay. Man, uh, there's, so, there's so many good ones here. I don't want to skip over any of them, but I think God, we might have to... Go for it. Uh, okay, let, let, keep speed running. Uh, worst ending. Worst ending. Um, worst ending. Um, probably Quantumania when they... Ken yeah, gets beat by a bunch of ants, great. and then although the ending where he's like wondering if he fucked everything up is kind of kind of funny, I guess. Um, yeah. Um. That okay. The Batman movie where he turns into a bat. <laughs> yeah, shit was that shit a, was goofy. That's a good contender. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I might uh, also. Oh, also, yeah. Knock at the cabin. Knock at the cabin, kind of. There's this whole thing, and then it just happens. It's just exactly what they said. Sure. Also, this is not an ending thing, but I do want to go back to the big dick swinger moment um, from earlier. Mm. Where I'm going to throw in uh, Michael Jordan in the movie Air because I watched that movie the other day, and it is just an hour and a half of them just like I hate to use the the Gen Z terminology, but just glazing Michael Jordan for <laughs> the entire. There's a. I mean, they're glazing. Just, I'm sorry, but they're just. Like, it's an okay movie. It's very unremarkable. It's, like, kind of fine, I guess. But there's one scene where Matt Damon's just, like, sucking the nuts of Michael Jordan. And it's just like, it's like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> He's giving him this empowered speech about how, like, you're the future. You're going to be every... And they're playing clips of what Michael Jordan went on to do. And it's not even the ending. I thought this big fucking Matt Damon jerking off Michael Jordan's speech was, like, the end of the film. But it's just, like, it's in the middle of the film. It's just like, you're going to be the greatest fucking person I've ever fucking seen in my life. <laughs> now fuck me. <laughs> Now let me get a piece of that law. Like, I don't know. So I think a 12-minute extended cut of Matt Damon blowing Michael Jordan then ensues. <laughs> but it's present-day Michael Jordan for some reason. It doesn't fit the continuity of the film. He's had a vasectomy. He's shooting air. <laughs> that was good. That was, that was, that was really good. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm here all week. Anyway. <laughs> Um, oh, best buddy dynamic. Come on, a classic award. Ooh. I mean, Oppenheimer and Matt Damon <laughs> kind of went crazy. You know, Oppenheimer and Albert, the best boys. <laughs> Honestly, they did kind of have an epic duo. Um, I mean, Albert, <laughs> Albert and Oppen. <laughs> the, all the characters in Dungeons and Dragons kind of had a really, yeah. really fun dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. I like because yeah, that, that's got that kind of quest feel to it. I'm definitely gonna choose that as my as my uh, pick. I hate to say I did like the double Barry Allen dynamic in Flash a little <laughs> bit, but I'm not gonna you know that's that's kind of heavy on the Ezra Miller stuff. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna for all the Ezra Miller stuff we talked. Your favorite duo of the year <laughs> is two, two of them. <laughs> yeah, 
No, I'm not going to say that. Also, he was kind of annoying sometimes in the movie. Um, but um, I guess Matt Damon and Michael Jordan, maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know what? In fucking... Um, what was I going to say? A Spider-Verse, is there any... There's some fine dynamics now, I guess. Uh, there's one I was going to say. I guess the Guardians always have a good dynamic. I can't... I, I can't really think here. There was, I had a good one, though. I had, I had something that was actually... I guess Mario and Luigi, possibly. Um, Ooh, I also very much enjoy uh, the duos that are in uh, Operation Fortune. Quite good. Yes, those are pretty good. But I'd say we go Dungeons and Dragons. Just all the all the we, gang. We go Dungeons. Um, whew. Let's see. <laughs> Most washed Lil Duke moment I've written here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just his entire appearance in that film. My boy's always stressed. <laughs> Most washed little Duke moment. <laughs> um, creepiest dude award. Creepiest dude. Creepiest dude. I mean, that can be on film, off film. I think on film. Uh, some people in talk to me were pretty spooky. I suppose. Uh, yeah. I mean the jo- <laughs> Josh Hutcherson in general. <laughs> kind of an alarming fellow. Um, Never has he been described more accurately. <laughs> an alarming fellow. I'm gonna go with Michael Fassbender in, in the Killer. He was he was a bit of a creepy, creepy son of a gun. Bit of a creepy boy. Okay. Um, um, I'm gonna go. Let's see. I'll go the fucking. I'll go the cocaine bear. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, least enthusiastic performance slash enthusiastic performance from an unenthusiastic man. Those are kind of different things, and I don't want to retread. I, certain ground here <laughs> i i've got two things that you might want to want to say i know you've got a burning passion to say harrison i, I wouldn't have dreamed of it <laughs> such, are you your, <laughs> <laughs> such are your uh, views of the world but <laughs> i feel like you might also say the dicaprio performance the dicaprio you know what i don't know if i would describe it as unenthusiastic because it's definitely just kind of bad but mm. i don't know it could also be the most I don't know what the fuck this award is, by the way, because we've done this every year, and I never understand what most enthusiastic performance from an unenthusiastic man is supposed to mean. But I think we just go most unenthusiastic performance. I'm also going to go Batman, Michael Keaton in The Flash, man. I'm sorry. Mm. He, the way he delivers those lines, the let's get nuts bit, like, that was, that was kind of rough. Okay. He, did, he did not seem... Sometimes he was fun. <laughs> she was not good. <laughs> sometimes he seemed like he did not want to be there. Best use of a I'm gonna terrible... Go, I'm going oh, to go Rupert Grint for that one, by the oh, way. Let's fucking go. What? Uh, I hate I hate to say it, but maybe Grint could come in for this one as well. Best use of a terrible actor. <laughs> 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 Kidding. Grint is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> best use of a terrible actor. Um, I mean, the use of Josh Hutcherson was a terrible <laughs> use of a terrible actor. <laughs> God, we're hating so much on Hutchinson, man. I think he's probably pretty good. Oh. He's just such a shitty character. Wait, a terrible use of a great actor or Something a great like use that, of a terrible actor? Yeah. No, great use of a terrible actor. But we can uh, he could also do terrible use of a great actor. Ooh, that kind of makes more great sense. Great use of a terrible actor. Okay. Um, but, but, I mean, I'd say gr- terrible use of a great actor, I'd probably put DiCaprio um, or Damon in Oppenheimer. Mm. Great use of a terrible actor. Uh, I mean, you know, when we say terrible, we mean more in the kind of meme way of terrible. We don't mean an actually uh-huh. like really bad actor. We mean like, you know, uh, Dwayne, you know, uh, like, you know, our, our, our poorly planned meme crew. Mm. If yeah, you yeah, yeah, of course. And I might go... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... Go on. I was going to say Momoa in Fast X, perhaps. 
Mm. That was a great use of a meme. That was a, that was a very good use. I would I might go Statham in uh, in the Meg. Oh, there you go. That also that <laughs> fits the bill perfectly. That, <laughs> and in terms of terrible use of a great actor, I'm gonna go the bad guy in FNAF because he's delightful. He is, yeah, uh, Matt Matthew Lillard. Um, yeah, I do also think Statham could fit for this one. Baldest actor. <laughs> God, we got some we got some contenders here. <laughs> some great some great categories. We got some here. bald boys. <laughs> some ba- <laughs> the baldest of boys this year. Um, so we got we got Diesel, of course. Yeah, who Diesel. is literally a thumb slash egg. <laughs> We have Statham, who's you know called Statham, quite bald. Um, yeah, but Statham got a little bit, of, a little bit of that side okay, tint. He's got going. some stubble on the top there. Uh, he does, he does. Uh, is there anyone else? Also, the baldest people. Modok, looking, yeah. looking bald. Fuck it, Modok. Yes, Modok wins. Modok, best bald boy. Also, by the way, for best performance, I just remembered, but I would throw Ryan Gosling and Barbie in there. He was, you know, Margot Robbie was also great. Ryan Gosling, I think, is kind of the standout actor. Ryan Gosling was movie. was definitely good. Yeah. Um, best comp, I don't think Cavill did anything this year, unfortunately. Fuck. Uh, worst line of the year, probably something in FNAF. Best cameo, definitely Albert Einstein. Um, <laughs> thousand percent. Be- best dance sequence, the uh, hilarious and really fun ending of Oppenheimer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> character you'd most want to punch in the face. Uh, I know who you'd do. <laughs> No, no, I would never. I would never. I would you never. Would pound him till he was nothing but dust. <laughs> no. So you'd have to hit him once. <laughs> Indiana and I would have a respectful and lovely conversation. Um, <laughs> most cringe moment. Okay, we're getting down there. We only have three after this. Most cringe moment. Okay. Um, I'd say most of FNAF. I like not even kidding. Like I know we've. Put a lot of FNAF up. Like, I was <laughs> actually active. FNAF kind of shit. <laughs> I was cringing throughout. I was like, I remember I said, I was like, I was kind of embarrassed to be there. I was like, man, mm. I really did this to myself. <laughs> there was also some, there's some moments in, uh, in Ant-Man Quantumania that got me, got yes. me cringing a little bit. Yeah. Not MODOK though, or no. the <laughs> Han- Hank Pym dick swinging scene. There's some <laughs> other ones. Um, some of the boxing in Creed 3 was kind of goofy when Dame does that unconventional guard like this. And he just looks like a complete... Clown. And as a boxing aficionado, <laughs> I know that would never, get him knocked out. <laughs> would never stand up to my power. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go for most of most of FNAF, honestly. I think most of FNAF. Fair enough. Fair I'd enough. say least least cringe moment would be the um, I want a cocktail, hold the tail part. Um, that is that is such a good moment. Perhaps okay. the Kino moment of the year. <laughs> We're gonna do best movie, worst movie, and then the final category. So okay. Best movie of the year? Mm. I would... I'd say it's between, for me, it's between, again, having not seen some of the more Kino stuff yet, Across mm-hmm. the Spider-Verse, and uh-huh. I really fucking enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons. I had a lot of fun with that movie. Um, oh, in, okay. in terms of the most, like, Kino, you know, most high highbrow stuff, Past Lives was also mm. very good. But I'm going to say, at the moment, right now, before I've seen, you know, some stuff... I'll say across the Spider Verse. Why not? Even though I didn't, I didn't across think it was as good as the first okay. one, but I, I did think it was quite good. Fair, fair, quite excellent. For me, top three movies are probably it's between Spider Man, Guardians, and Lie to Me. I think. Oh no, not Lie to Me. Talk to Me. Talk to Me. Talk to Me. Um, good up there, yeah. Talk to Me was quite good. Guardians was great. Spider Man was great. So I'm, I will say, in terms of overall cinematic and 
yeah, enjoyment. I think I will go Spider-Man as well. I think that might be be up there. There you go. Spider-Verse, you get the poorly planned 2023 best film of the year. Worst film of the year. I have four here at the bottom. Um, by the way, mm. I, I didn't even mention Blue Beetle for most disappointing, but I would throw that in as well. Uh, but I wouldn't put it as worst. Okay. For worst, I'd say you know, number four, Fast X. Okay. Number three, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Mm-hmm. And then in a shock upset, I'm going to go number two, Indiana Jones 5. And number one, I am going Ooh. FNAF. <laughs> it's a it's a <laughs> tight race there at the bottom because I think FNAF is a much worse movie. But Indiana Jones, I think, like pissed me off more as was evident, as was evident in my unhinged rant that I did, which I yeah, still kind we of know, We all know why. <laughs> it's, not, it's not just because of Harrison. It's not at all because Harrison's old. It's not, not, not just because. <laughs> no, it's not. No. It's not. It's, it has nothing to do with the oldness. The truth I mean, doth slippeth out. <laughs> it's not the old person thing specifically. It's kind of how it affects the type of film it is. We've talked about this before. I'm not getting into this again. There's a lot. It's not the fact that it's old. It's the fact that the fact that he's old ruins everything else about him. <laughs> no. And makes his sex scene gross. <laughs> I didn't say that. You cannot quote me on that. I didn't say that. Um, but. <laughs> but there are a lot of other problems with that film and why I hated it, but hmm. I think FNAF was probably the worst film of the year. Okay, I hate to say it. fair. I, I will give you my bottom three here. Let's do it. I'm going to go Ant-Man Quantumania. Yep. Then I'm going to go Batman, the doom that got Gotham. Okay, fair, fair. <laughs> and finally, I'm going to have to hit you with the FNAF movie. Okay, <laughs> okay so I thought we are on a similar... Similar kind of On page. a similar level here. Duff yeah. FNAF movie did stick up the room a bit. Um, mm-hmm. also, Truly. I'm glad we're closing out the pod with, you know, you'd think maybe we'd try to be a little more gracious and kind and not as not as harsh, but we were closing out just <laughs> with absolute hatred in our hearts. <laughs> Truly. As we do. Um, the final category mm. had to be done. One that has seen amazing contenders throughout the years. Although, to be honest, I don't think there's a lot of great ones this year. But <laughs> it was the one I'm thinking of. There's not many this year. But we had to save it for last. We're going to go best mustache. Yes! Of course. The stash. Now, unfortunately, um, this year was think here. pretty lacking in terms of stash. I've just built it up really heavily. Not great. Um, We had some really strong ones last year. Last year we had like fucking four, like... Like glorious contenders, um, I like no one in Oppenheimer really is rocking a stash. Does Matt Damon not have a little stash in Oppenheimer? Oh, he might, but I don't want to give it to Matt Damon in Oppenheimer. Who, <laughs> you know, you might have to. Oh, he does. Um, he does have like a pretty glorious stash. I'm not gonna lie. Also, I really like Matt Damon, but I'm just like because <laughs> he did Air, and he, I didn't like him in Oppenheimer. I've just been like shitting on him in mm. this, this entire pod. <laughs> also, Air wasn't even that bad. But anyway, we we move. Um, but I think Damon. Damon Stash is a big contender. Damon Stash, okay. Um, I'm going to search up mustaches in 2023 movies. I guess Creed kind of has a stash in Creed 3. Yeah, that's more of a thin pencil thing. Definitely going to have to give that to... Oh, he's got he's got a pretty tremendous stash, but he does have a beard as well, which kind of makes it not a stash. Um, mustaches. Mm. Ooh, wait a minute. I, I hate to do this because it's not technically... Oh, but, okay, look up The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, which was a Netflix short film from Wes Anderson. And you see that Cumberstash? <laughs> the Cumberstash, let's see here. Ooh, ooh, I don't like 
instant not enjoyment. This, I think, is this picture that I've got here. <laughs> like that yeah, I think it really I'm, makes me. I think I'm looking at the same one. Check this shit out. I just sent it to you. <laughs> I was not looking at that. <laughs> makes me really uncomfortable. So alarming. <laughs> I've never seen a God. photo scream sex offender more than this one. <laughs> this guy is a German porn star, but also like a virgin, but also sexual. He looks like he can see my dick. <laughs> I can't explain it. <laughs> He does not like what he sees. <laughs> and that is not what he ordered. <laughs> he looks like such an please angry this, pervert. Please put this image in I will, I will. when you're editing. I will. Because <laughs> goddamn, this is I mean, truly I think he horrifying. might have to win it, you know? <laughs> Just off the strike of that. I hate that we had to give it to <laughs> this guy. <laughs> My boy, Henry Sugar. <laughs> the wonder... The wonderful story of Henry Sugar. Yeah, what story is this you? guy cooking up? Yeah, this guy is not cooking any wonderful stories. <laughs> um, I also think, you know, we could throw in the Super Mario Bros. Uh, that's, you know, the stash is pretty iconic Ooh, part of that. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. They got some good stachios going. But I do kind of um, want to give it to my boy Henry Sugar now. <laughs> Look at it. Every time I open it back, it looks so alarming. <laughs> what the fuck, man? It looks like he's about to start talking to me. God, I feel like he's about to like. I feel like this image is about to be like burned onto my computer screen, and I'll never escape it. <laughs> it also kind of looks like he's about to say something really racist. <laughs> anyway, I think. I mean, okay. With all of that said, I feel like we can't really give him. We've deemed him like looking like the most racist like sex offender. I don't think we can give him the stash of the year. So I think we're gonna have to go. Also, this film is like such a wholesome. It's like based on a Roald Dahl thing. I, I watched it. It's pretty good actually. I feel bad that we're just fucking. <laughs> Cooking it. Also, check <laughs> check this out. Also, very alarming. This 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 picture like alludes to the fact that he did something truly heinous. <laughs> For those listening, it's just a picture of Henry Sugar with a giant yellow text that says "Ending explained." <laughs> Um, I think in the end we're gonna have to I hate to say it, we're gonna have to give it to Matt Damon and Oppenheimer, who is easily my least favorite part of that film. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon and Oppenheimer win Stash of the Year, the most prestigious award. Snatching glory from Henry Sugar. Considering this is the last category on the last episode, and it came down to a battle between Matt Damon and Oppenheimer. <laughs> Fucking Henry Sugar. What a trash way to go. Oh. Well, man, those were the 2023 end of year, it's Christmas time, hooray, awards for the Poorly Planned mm. Podcast. Hope you enjoyed. With all that said, it's now time for... The Dumb News. We have come to... The final Tom Knews. Oh my god. And dare I say... The best? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Tom um, Cruise takes a walk. <laughs> it is... It's You know, it's kind of a banger. It would be... Okay. Like, it's it's better than the usual, like... It's not, There's a picture of Tom Cruise in the streets of London. But it's no Tom Cruise eats 
Or people Pete's, eat Tom Cruise Tom cake. Tom Hanks' cake or, yeah, or yeah. whatnot. Yeah, no, but it is... <laughs> However that went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever happened there. Some cake ass, I don't know. <laughs> you get lost in the memories. Um, but it is Cruise... Dare I say, we, we send Cruise out in the canoes here, as if we're like his handlers. <laughs> <laughs> Should he choose to accept this mission? <laughs> we send him out with a kind of, I guess, a semi-happy-seeming ending. It seems like Cruise may have found a new wife, perhaps. Well, they're dating. <laughs> I don't know this, this is just like... <laughs> he has found a new wife, perhaps. I mean, this is just like, you know, the usual tabloid garbage or whatever. But mm, okay. he, he has a new girlfriend, it seems. Michelin possible. <laughs> That's how I pick this headline. So the final piece of Tom Cruise comes to us from thesun.co.uk. Um, so take it with, you know, however many grains of salt is appropriate. But the headline does read, Michelin Possible. <laughs> Tom Cruise hires out entire floor of London restaurant for date with Russian MP's daughter as pair feast. <laughs> Getting a little extra here for the last one. I'm sorry. The Russian MP's daughter. Tom's last serious relationship was a decade ago. They really had to rub that in. <laughs> Tom hasn't gotten any action in literal years. Cruz dined with Elsa, Elsina Kairova. Kairova, daughter of Russian MP Renat Karivov. Karivov. Anyway, uh, there was a... Because previously, when we recorded the rest of Pot 2 one this is... Spoiler alert, this is recorded mm. later on. There was another article about them canoodling at a party. Ooh. Where he introduced the world. To his new bay, <laughs> To his lobster buddy. <laughs> but now I thought this headline expands on the lore. Okay. They, this he, is a beautiful expansion of the lore. He rented out and... Look at this man. God. Getting is... some finery. <laughs> <laughs> it's about damn time. <laughs> Guess who's back. <laughs> also, is it not very, like much alluding to the fact that he had to rent out the entire floor because they both eat, like, fucking maniacs <laughs> with the lobster. Cruz shoves the lobster up his ass. That's how he digests food. <laughs> they run from table to table, <laughs> smashing their faces into the food. So, basically, the Mission Impossible star pulled out all the stops, including that lobster in his ass, <laughs> to impress the stunning socialite on Friday night by hiring an entire floor of one of London's most exclusive restaurants, Novikov in Mayfair. Can I just say, I would feel so uncomfortable if I sat <laughs> completely alone on an, like in a huge restaurant, just in the center of it, eating lobster with Tom Cruise. I mean, yeah. I Imagine that just... <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of people who I would feel comfortable with eating in an entirely empty restaurant. True. Tom Cruise Definitely is one of them. He's <laughs> the only one, I'd say. He'd make me feel safe and comfy. <laughs> Um, he canoodled with the brunette former model, who's the daughter of the prominent Russian MP and ex-wife of a diamond-trading oligarch, in a private dining area, away from prying eyes. Damn. Tom is um, worth a cool 500 mil dropped... F <laughs> <laughs> dropped 500 mil on a meal lobster. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. <laughs> he dropped but a fraction of his wealth. <laughs> yeah, he uh, could have paid way more. He dropped 500 euro on, or pound, on a meal of a lobster, seafood, and sushi, washed down with some alcohol-free mocktails. Damn, that was really cool until the... <laughs> until the mocktail part. <laughs> Arlene Cruz drinks, is that maybe a Scientology thing? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> My boy loves his mocktails, though. <laughs> An insider said, Tom seemed very loved... Tom seemed very loved up and oh, was hanging God. on every word Elsino was saying. They seemed physically very close. Who's this insider? If he runs out the whole <laughs> restaurant, what's going on? There's a little reporter sitting under the table. <laughs> He's hanging on every word. <laughs> he seems super desperate. <laughs> yeah. It's clearly been 10 years. It's since clearly this boy now got or some. never. <laughs> 
Tom was very generous and tipped the staff a hundred pounds before he and Elsina slipped out the side door <laughs> into a waiting getaway car. <laughs> what the fuck? What did the crews do? It was a smooth operation. <laughs> well, so look at that. Cruz um, has a girlfriend, I guess. Damn. Are we... How old is this woman? I think she's 46 or something. Really? Well, she, looks, she looks great. You're, you're not supposed to speculate on a woman's age, of course. That's true. A uh, gentleman enters? <laughs> you know, I never think of a woman's age. Tell uh, 36. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, I remember it was six or something, you know? 25-year <laughs> difference. Yeah, you know, I mean... Yo, baller's gonna ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the message you want to go out on with the Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I, I would say... Uh, I mean, look, I would have preferred maybe, like, a stunt canoes, perhaps. Like, he jumped off another airplane. Oh, I, I would have preferred a bit older. <laughs> I would have preferred less fiending from the man. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, um... But, you know, I mean, look, realistically... I was going to go into the whole thing of, like, realistically, is this really... Are they going to get married, or is this just, like, a cruise fling, like, he's a superstar, whatever. And then I was like, why he the fuck are we... He doesn't have flings. <laughs> we know this. I was just thinking, like, why the fuck are we actually diving into the sun's reporting on cruise <laughs> whining and dining on a model? Michelin possible. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I guess good for cruise. I guess... Sure? I guess, go off, King. <laughs> but anyway, we've had a great time mm-hmm. talking about Cruz. And you know what? We got to the end of the pod without him, as you kept predicting in every episode. Dying. Dying. <laughs> so, Although, we never know what happened in that getaway car. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I don't... I guess we set Cruz off on his merry way and... God, just let him... God, it's like a parent having to watch the, like, <laughs> yeah. birds fly from the nest. Yeah. I guess uh, we'll... We'll keep up with him in our personal lives, I guess. Yeah. Get that like, cruise it's, 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 it's a bit of It's a good ending, but it's also a bit scary because we know he's in uncharted territory right now. <laughs> yeah, having to, having to talk years. to women. <laughs> As this article delicately points out, it's been a minute, you know. Anyway. <laughs> uncharted territory. Anyway, thanks for all the canoes. Mm. What, a, what a time. God, the best of times. When did we start the Tom Canoes? Episode five. episode 5. Well, I think we announced we were going to do it in episode 5. <laughs> it started episode 600. Because <laughs> I went through all the fucking pods trying to find various things. And mm. in that one, we did go, well, you know, uh, we came with this thing. It's Tom Cruise news. Tom Cruise! And nothing's God. changed. <laughs> and it's all gone downhill. <laughs> uh, now, Ooh. it's time for the announcements and such God. segment. The final of the bunch. <sighs> well, we're going to start off, first of all, Shelf Enthusiast sent in a delightful tribute to the pod. Uh, I can actually, I can show you... Well, we okay, we can't include it in the pod. Okay. Because of copyright music stuff. Because mm-hmm. that was a little bit of a hassle with Pod 200. Although those montages were also delightful. But I ain't trying to deal with YouTube again. <laughs> but I did let Shelf Enthusiast know they could put it uh, on their channel, like, unlisted. And I'll put a link mm-hmm. in the description. So... For a delightful pod tribute, which I will show you after the pod. Oh, yes, please. Uh, check out the link in the description. Thank you so much, Shelf Enthusiast. It's very nice. I was going to make, like, maybe a little montage for us. There might still be a tiny thing at the end. Who knows? Okay. But um, with, like, more, you know, various moments of, of mm. slappings and slappings kicking and, and, and Brett Dalton moments and, and some <laughs> such. There's, there's been a few. <laughs> but, um, but the Shelf Enthusiast one kind of encapsulates all that. So it, it does. thank you. And thanks again to JC Cinematics for the other one last week with the Pod 200 and those they ones. Were, they were so delightful. Delightful stuff all around. Uh, then just one quick one. Um, Edwin mm. sent a, a message on Instagram, which okay. was uh, <laughs> deeply horrible. <laughs> <laughs> He, oh, because I put on my story, 
the or you put on your story and I reposted it. Pod in the pod, the title card. I can see where this is going. <laughs> I had never I had never clocked this, but in a very simple <laughs> message that simply said poo in a poo, he did point out that the D in the font it's, I chose looks very similar <laughs> to an O. I won't lie, my girlfriend she's like because we, we watched the intro again, she's like, Oh my god, this is so cool and then she's like Poo in a poo <laughs> I was like no! It's a, it's, a, it's a part in a pod! I saw the message, I was like, poo in a poo, what the fuck does this mean? And then I was it's like... a spin-off? <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this, is this a TV show idea, my man? Because I will pay millions for it. Um, Welcome to Shark Tank. <laughs> but then I was like, wait a minute, and I saw that, yes, the font does kind of make it look like poo in a poo. Does pod in a pod a little dirty? So, you know, that's forever on the channel in that epic moment, so love that. <laughs> love that that's for us. That's so good, though. The uh, final, the, like, final big pod. <laughs> Podcast 200 <laughs> Sums us up pretty well, honestly. <laughs> um, and then, by the way, uh, another quick random one. Sean Grant let us know that we never saw his comment on pod 149. Okay. So I thought I'd go back and find that. And I, I mean, it's basically just calling me out. But it says, that it was on, I think, like a Superman ranked pod. Mm. This just in, YouTuber BHL Hudson arrested for lack of journalistic integrity after admitting <laughs> to reviewing both Superman 3 and 4, despite not having <laughs> seen either of them. JK, my parents swear they've seen those two films, but can't remember a thing about them. So I guess they aren't that memorable. Look, I'll be honest. Mm. With the Superman 3 and 4 debacle okay i still don't actually really remember <laughs> the controversy that ensued i i genuinely can't remember if i watched them or not because i think i did but then i possibly just watched clips from them and maybe i admitted to not i have not gone back and listened to this pod so maybe in there i red-handedly admit that i didn't watch them i don't never seen them but the thing is in this comment i love it because he's clearly he's going in on you and then he's yes. like Oh, but I can't be too mean. Yeah, he's got to ease up a little bit. Yeah, know? He knows. which I, which that I disagree with. Yes, he just, he just go for it. <laughs> yeah, I am a fraud. <laughs> um, but yeah, those were the early days of, of BHL Hudson. Mm. It's like 2019. <laughs> <laughs> it's my last, last video last week. <laughs> yeah, he really. I'm still making videos, <laughs> just lying. Um, but anyway, thank you, Sean, for that. And then, I uh, just want to say we can't, we don't have enough time because we're going through the comments on Pod 200. Mm. But I just want to say the comments on Pod 199 the Pod 200 trailer, and the Best of Pod compilation, which was put up yesterday, so the comments that are there so far. I've read all of them. They're all delightful. Can't go through all of them now, but just want to say thank you, everyone, for those. Just <clears throat> a, few, a few quick highlights. Oh, okay. Ooh, oh, damn. Rumbly time. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking of the comments makes me hungry. <laughs> you want to munch them up. <laughs> Joe C says he's going to binge all of the pods leading up to Pod 201, which he Ooh. also, I think, calculated was physically impossible based on, like, the time constraints. Not the time constraints, just literally physically <laughs> yeah. impossible. Your ears no, will explode. No one survives that. <laughs> but um, if he attempted this, if you attempted this, Josie, good on you. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's, congrats. Uh, that's a marathon and a half. Uh, ZJ said, yeah, honestly, I'll probably cry more when the pod ends than I did at any relative's funerals. So that's a bit grim. Uh, we hope we can inspire a little more positive and fun sort of tears of, of you know, ah, uh, this is nice than relative funerals. Um, it's a nice sentiment, though. It's, so yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you, ZJ. Mm -hmm. Movie guy said happy birthday to me because the pod was posted on my birthday. Fuck. Only comment who said it, by the way. So <laughs> movie guy, you're the best fan. Everyone else, you're the real poos. <laughs> you're the poos and the poos. Uh, but no, thank you. Thank you, movie guy. Uh, and generally, I just want to say, because people... Some people are saying that their genuine goodbye comment was going to be on Pod 200, mm. so they're going to go all out on the silly hashtags. Okay. And we'll say there were some absolute bangers in there. So God, I would suggest I'll, going I'll, back and I'll reading have, those. I'll have to go back and read them because the hashtags are always... Uh, <laughs> they were very, very funny. Always, always kind of um, great. So thank you guys for that. But yeah, uh, with that said, Ooh. we're going to pull up Pod 200. Ooh. 
48 comments. comments. That's a lot of comments, you know. That's more than we've... By the way, it's actually... Is that more than we've ever had? Probably. <laughs> I would assume so. Mm. Also, I did uh, I did think it was funny because on the... When I was going through, like, some old clips to try to find best of moments, there were, I came across one part in, like, the early episodes where we're like... And uh, we're almost at... Uh, the the pod almost got 1,000 views. Or, and, and then but I said accidentally, I was like 100. And then we're like, imagine getting 100. That'd be so sad. And then it's like, Ruh, current state of the pod. <laughs> we're state. lucky to get 50. <laughs> <laughs> lucky to get get a single comment. <laughs> um, well, we're going to start from the bottom here. Ooh, now we hear. Joe C mm-hmm. says, this is going to be a long comment. So I apologize in advance, but here we go. Don't ever apologize. I was sub to the pod from the very beginning, and I'm willing to admit I didn't watch all the episodes. Well, okay, it's <laughs> kind of rough start, Josie. I don't know. It's a roast. <laughs> yeah, they're all trash. Sorry, this is a genuine comment. Just, just wasn't really my thing, <laughs> Josie. This was to be a celebration. <laughs> just wasn't really my thing, but I figured I might as well subscribe just out of support for BHL. <laughs> it's a pity. <laughs> It wasn't until episode 100 or around there when I really started to get into the podcast. And I regret not listening to the pod from the very beginning. Yes, he's turned and around. And I sadly couldn't catch up in time. But even if there were... But even if I was there for half of it, it was a fun run. So fun, in fact, like I mentioned before, I decided to make content and even a podcast of my own that is still in development. But that was because I found this podcast to be a blast. From the en- endless bussy jokes to making better Morbius memes than those stupid Morbin Time ones. Absolutely, I agree mm. with that. To making Freddy piss himself over my mattress salesman <laughs> edit and getting both of them to laugh at my stupid bussy jokes and Milo and Hitch. It was a great time. And I wouldn't change a single moment. BHL, thank you for being one of the many inspirations in my life. And thank you for nine great years on YouTube and dealing with my insanity in the comments. Freddy. Thank you for being the best friend, co-host, and podcast buddy to BHL. God. You two are my favorite duo on YouTube, even beating Smosh. You're my former favorite duo. Let's fucking go. Smosh in the mud. <laughs> Smosh washed. <laughs> uh, this podcast wouldn't be the same without one or the other on there. And although I'm sad it's ending, the memories and fun times I've had will never be forgotten. This was my comfort show. And after losing my dog in 2020 and graduating in 2021, the two biggest moments of my life, I just needed a comfort show. And this was the perfect one. Oh, Thank fuck. you, Josie. That's that's very sweet. And to the commenters like Daniel, Kean, GC Green, AJ, Shelf Enthusiast, and many more, thanks for making the podcast even more entertaining. And I'm happy all of you here are here in the end alongside me. It was a joy to be here. Farewell and good luck in the future. Hashtag farewell. Hashtag goodbye. Hashtag thank you. Man, oh. that actually kind of got me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. God damn it. Oh, um, oh, 11 replies. Oh, God. <laughs> I see the hashtag starting here. Uh, let's see. Daniel says, no, thank you. I will miss our back and forth and our hashtag palooza. So one more for old time's sake. Hashtag pod 200 bussy. Hashtag this is the number one pod. Hashtag... Josie is the fucking king. <laughs> Hashtag what a joke. Josie says, I'll definitely miss it too. Hashtag thank you, Daniel. Hashtag Daniel's the fucking go. We just got we just got bros in the comments here. Hashtag two bussies, one Morbius. Hashtag we are done. <laughs> Daniel says, Hashtag thank you for just being him. Hashtag what a Morbius. Hashtag what a hand. Hashtag what a joke. Josie says, Hashtag one canoes, one peacemaker, one bussy at a time. <laughs> is that a Punisher reference? I believe, I believe it is. I believe it's a Creed reference, perhaps. Is it? Oh, it is. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of Penny and Dime. (laughs) GC Green says, Hey, my guy, appreciate you. Gonna miss this community. Josie says, Me too, appreciate you as well. Keen says, Thank you, Josie, for your incredible memes when I was dead out of ideas and just lazy. Hashtag (laughs) Josie the goat. Josie says, It was an honor sharing the same humor as you. I'm happy you love the memes. Hashtag Keen the goat. Shelf Enthusiast says, Love you guys. Thanks for all the fun. Shelf Enthusiast, or Josie says, You too, man. Loved the back and forth we all had. 
and Daniel says heart emoji. Goodness. God. That is the thing I'll probably miss the most. It's just the absolute wholesomeness. The, the community. Of, of, of each, uh, like in the community of each episode. Yeah. I, w- I was, I think we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later on, but yeah, the, the, the vibes in the comment section is like. It's unmatched. Truly unparalleled. Um, Jwink8699 says, this is also going to be a long comment. BHL, I've been subbed to your channel since I was a wee lad. I loved your videos, reviews, and your MCU timelines. And I'd always heard after your segment was done that you had a podcast. By the time, I didn't listen to podcasts. So I just started listening to it in March of 2021. Man, I had no idea how much that pod would influence me. You talked about the topics I wanted to hear that not a whole lot of other podcasts talked about. And you guys were hilarious. It was very hard for me not to fall down at the floor at work laughing so hard because of Freddie's infamous tattoo story. <laughs> <laughs> I told my wife and my cousin about the pod, which may not seem like much, but I never tell people to listen to pods because you guys were the best. There were so many days when I would be sad or work wasn't going well, but then an episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast came out and it would change everything. Don't forget about the impacts you've made on countless people. This is my first comment, but I wished I would have said something sooner. You guys are so funny and seriously one of the best podcasts I've listened to. It was very saddening to hear you guys were going to be done, but nothing lasts forever. You guys have had an amazing journey, and you've come so far. Congratulations on 200 episodes. I will miss you guys a lot. A, fight and you may... I, fight and you may die. <laughs> hey, <Run>. yo. <laughs> fight and you may die. Run and you'll live at least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never... <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> I, was like, I was like what is uh what's he cooking over here and, and then I, he he cooked because <laughs> it was a braveheart monologue bussy style hashtag i love bussy braveheart monologues <laughs> bussy style hashtag i love the poorly planned podcast josie says what a great ending to that wonderful comment <laughs> truly um oh, thank fu- you jay wink unreal man I, I don't i don't realize how you know, like got married guys listening to the pod and everything yeah that's crazy i never really thought about it but like goddamn, yeah so wholesome thank you so much thank you so much nms says this was legitimately a great trailer for episode 200 gave me more hype than two-thirds of the mcu movies this year plus an excellent needle drop i'm sure this the episode will live up to the hype thanks for all the laughs over the years over the last six years I still believe this to be the number one source of news for important world events like the Dwayne Vin Diesel beef <laughs> and anything Tom Cruise says or does. Um, I guess because in the lead up to the this episode, because it was live streamed, you just had the thing playing oh, over and over again. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, I was a little confused there for a second. But thank you, NMS. He also, he did leave a comment on, I think, Pod 199 or something um, about how he called us like, he said, um, I saw an interview where Paul Giamatti was talking about the Tom Cruise cake, and I would have had no idea what it was about if I hadn't heard your segment. So thank you guys for being the best reporters in the world, or something like that. Now that's journalistic integrity, <laughs> yeah, right there. Thank you, NMS. Uh, Logan says, "What a journey! I started listening when I was in fourth grade when the pod started, and I'm now in eleventh grade. It was always the best feeling after a long week of school. I could listen to a new episode. Such an amazing podcast with so many funny moments. The podcast always gave me so much joy. I had fun sending out of context clips and then making an Instagram page of it." This pod will be missed, but happy I still have all the old episodes to still listen to. Hashtag Cruise will get you. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, I guess yeah, this this would be the Logan Logan running the Out of Context oh, Poorly Planned page. So Also a delightful page. Thank you for that, and thank you for this comment, Logan. Thanks for listening. Kian. So, episode 200. Damn. Crazy to think I was just 14 stuck in the middle of the COVID lockdown when I stumbled upon some old BHL Hudson podcasts 
when I decided to fill my free time with and then was prompted to tweet at BHL asking for its return. And then a couple weeks later, the Hobbs and Shaw podcast episode 39 was posted. That was our return from our, from return? our exile. <laughs> but it wasn't till the Kingsman the Golden Circle episode, let's not forget the can's empty, when I really did connect with the podcast <laughs> when you guys had me in stitches from laughing from minute 1 to 20. And since then, I created the podcast fan page half out of boredom from, co- half out of boredom from COVID, and it has been one of the decisions that I've been most proud of in my life. I've been able to connect with so many different and new people over our love of this podcast, which at the time had less than 900 subscribers, and each time I'd post a meme or someone else would send in a meme to post and all the comments would flood in, at times it was the best part of my day. This community has meant the absolute world to me these past few years, getting to interact with such legends as Josie, GC Green, Lele, Daniel, JC Cinematics, as well as many others, and I wouldn't change a second of it. But let's not forget the kings themselves. (laughs) FDK Gaming and BHL Nosin... (laughs) All right, we're done with that one. Okay, uh, moving on. Wasn't a great comment anyway. Uh, Hudson, autocorrect is a bitch. Your chemistry and friendship alone is something no other podcast on this platform could ever replicate. That along with the often Tom Knews and anime hours that followed with the occasional interesting movie dissection and review. JK, they were always are. I feel like that one was a bit sincere, honestly. Yeah. I feel like he, he really meant that. <laughs> he does not like the reviews. <laughs> um Seeing your reaction to the 50k subscribers video the community made for you was a highlight of my 2021, and how could I ever forget the Movie Dudes podcast that you two so kindly recorded for my first ever (laughs) short film? I know this whole pod ending, uh, this is just a ploy to rebrand as the Movie Dudes. (laughs) Don't worry, I won't tell anyone. (laughs) Freddie, I hope you don't think that the pod ending means you can't start, you can start slacking on FDK Gaming. I expect the bi-yearly uploads with (laughs) anime hours to continue as normal as well as the Pitbull photos to keep coming daily. Okay, yes. Of course. Your proud achievements. My mission. <laughs> Benedict, I truly wish you the best with your film career and one day hope to walk into a cinema and think, hey, that film was all right, and see directed by Benedict <laughs> Hudson in the credits. Truly the most sincere form of flattery. You've got a bright future ahead of you, and I expect to see you at the Oscars one day. May Mess Miggleson see how obsessed you are with his filmography and decide to help a fellow Dane out. It's been a class three years, guys, and I'm sad that the can is empty on future pods, but you know, clears throat, <clears throat> maybe the real poorly planned podcast was the friends we made along the way. Thank you guys for everything you've done for me and so many other members of this community, and I wish you both the very best in your futures. Good luck from Ireland. Now, <laughs> now for an encore. <laughs> hashtag, what a joke. Hashtag, what a bussy. Hashtag, BHL bussy sin. Hashtag, FDK bussy. Hashtag, end of the podcast. What a joke. Hashtag, Freddy the sweatmeister. Hashtag, BHL knows. Hashtag, the governor. Hashtag, what an empty can. Hashtag, BHL Pinocchio. Hashtag, BHL and Freddy bussy off. Hey, yo. <laughs> All right. What even is a bussy off? <laughs> yeah. Also, I love this comment. Got me tearing up over here. Yeah. But, can I just say? Yeah. <laughs> he says that... <laughs> You're going to become a big director and you're going to be, <laughs> he's going to walk into the cinema and see your movies. And he told me to keep posting Pitbull pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. I hope one day I'll see you at the Oscars with all the other celebrities. Freddie, keep up them bi-yearly <laughs> fucking gaming uploads and Pitbull photos. Goat, you know. But very fitting. It is what it is. But, um, but Jenny, such a, oh, such thank a you, nice Kian, comment. Thank you. And we'll, we'll talk about the fan page, but you know, thank you for for mm. all your contributions to the pod. Mm, truly. Um, and Josie responds, appreciate you, man. Thanks for making a legendary meme channel and your short films were really great. They really were. GC Green says, 
Somehow, I never expected an actual end to the pod. I was tricked before near the end of 2020, <laughs> and embarrassingly so, was way more emotionally affected than I should have been. You would never guess the relief on my face when Freddie walked through the, that door in pod 50 while opera music blasted, <laughs> and more importantly, when my name was used as an example of the fools that would have been punked by the clickbaity title. You were right. I was punked. I'm very happy we got Let's someone go. with that. That, that, was, that, was that was a good operation A classic, <laughs> classic prank. Since the beginning, this pod has been unbelievably funny and wholesome. I'll forever remember the first couple years of the pod and the first piece of fan art I made. It was well before the glorious BHL face reveal, so a cartoonishly redheaded Freddy stood next to a black and blue silhouette of Superman holding a mic. I lost my mind when I saw it posted on BHL's Instagram, and even more so when I saw a comment on it from a random old dude, perhaps the BHL uncle or grandpa, saying, Kids got a future. I don't remember what this was about. <laughs> I don't think... I what? <laughs> I don't know if my uncle or grandpa was commenting. I don't know if they have an Instagram. In my 12-year-old mind, this was hilariously the I've officially made it moment. When I should have been doing homework in seventh grade, I was making videos about the pod with a Spider-Man mask thrown over my face, which I thought hid my youthful double chin. It was all such a treat to hear you guys talk about fan art from all the followers, and even more of a treat to explain to my dad why I drew a big white gorilla with a <laughs> random long-haired dude's head on top of it. I look back and cringe a lot of my old posts, but there is this sense of sweetness and nostalgia that shields them from my harsh self-criticism. As you guys mentioned with TV shows like The Office and New Girl, I associate the podcast with such positive, formative moments in my life, such as bus rides on school trips, running local races, moving from middle school to high school, and getting through the pandemic. In middle school, at a time of feeling unsure and insecure about myself, I found so much comfort in joining the pod, as it reminded me that everything was going to be okay at the end of the day. Getting through the pandemic when life seemed to reach its lowest point and like it would never be the same, I found the pod. I found that when the pod returned, I was given the same comfort that I had in middle school, proving to me that things weren't so far gone from the best of times and would improve. I listened to the first episode during my very first year of middle school in sixth grade. Now as the pod is ending, I will listen to the last episode during my very first year of college, almost Damn, seven years that's later. crazy. Which still doesn't feel real to me. It's almost kind of poetic in a cringy, overly sentimental way. As I started to grow up, the pod grew with me, and as I'm just now learning how to live on my own, the pod is wrapping up. Going to miss this pod a lot and the community it's built. I've loved every single episode, and I don't think I'll stop listening back for nostalgia's sake for a while. Hope to see many Ben and Fred watches and potential Christmas reunions in years to come. Thank you guys for the six straight years of laughs, and I wish you guys the best. Now imagine Freddie <laughs> now imagine Freddie doing the theme song. Hashtag two goats in a pod. Oh, man. Man. Ah. Thank you, GC Green. And can I just say also, mm. those uh, videos of GC Green with the Spider-Man mask, where yeah. he would he would run outside and like jump in and be a freeze frame and say like GC Green died of happiness <laughs> because they <laughs> yeah. mentioned in the pod. Some of the Some of the most delightful and like wholesome things. And I think that's a, an important thing that we do on the pod, but also just in general is like, you know, looking back at things, you know, there's, there's a like gradual change from what things you used to do, but being able to look back at them, not in like, you know, and not cringing, but being like, oh my God, that was, that was a silly time, but seeing where you've been and where you're come, like going and stuff like that, it's a nice thing to look back on. Yeah. I mean, we started this podcast in, I guess if you convert, it's like the American system as freshmen in high school mm -hmm. and we finish it graduating college graduating college which is pretty pretty fucking crazy and there mm -hmm. are there are when i was looking back to make that best of like yeah there's a sense of like cringe at times i'm like ah oh, why the fuck did we <laughs> why <laughs> were was, we like this what was that about but, but at the same also, time it's like that's, that's, you know it's a beautiful nostalgia and mm. and it's also uh, that's just how we were you know what exactly I mean? we'll look back it, we, on this we, in 10 years we, of cringe. at the time that wasn't cringe <laughs> that wasn't, no i look back on in 20 years it's something i do 10 years around it'll be cringe you know what yeah. i mean that's just like the nature of creating stuff and it's to look back on it with fondness instead of instead of cringe is mm -hmm. i think the way to go josie says i can't imagine this pod without you bhl and freddie were great but i'd argue you were the one who improved on an already great pod the fan arts you did were great 
GC Green says, hashtag Josie is a fucking goat. Josie says, hashtag GC Green is the god of all commenters. And Daniel says, you are the goat. GC Green. Getting, getting the love he deserves. Getting the love that he very much deserves. Daniel says, I've never been more nervous commenting on the pod before. Normally, it's just what I think of the episode and a few buzzy jokes. <laughs> but, this not just, but this is not just what I thought of the episode, but what I think about the pod altogether. I don't know where to start. I guess I'll start at the beginning. When the pod started, I was 11 years old. And now I'm 18, about to graduate high school. It's crazy how much time has passed. I've changed so much over the past six years, but, I, uh, but my enjoyment has stayed the same. This podcast has been such a crucial part of my life. I have so many memories listening to the pod. Whether it's coming home from school, or working out, or going for a run, or a long car ride, this pod has been there to pass the time. This year has been a difficult one for me personally. A lot of ups and downs. But whenever I was feeling down, or depressed, or whatever it might be, this pod was always there. This was more than just a podcast to listen to. It generally was like just talking to your mates about a movie. And I think that's why I've enjoyed it so much over the years. Your guys' humor is perfect for me. Dumb, stupid, completely ridiculous, just perfect. (laughs) The inside jokes have been so good. Whether it was the what a jokes, or the Morbius memes, or the bussy jokes, or old people jokes, Bill Murray, John Wick, whatever it was, they were perfect. I still don't know how to thank someone for being there, even though they don't even know me. I've loved being part of the community. I've loved being part of this community, and I will never forget the moments we have all had. So thank you to everyone in this community for just the laughs, the memes, the debates, and for just being fucking awesome people. Freddie, thank you for debating John Wick with me, and just being an awesome guy, and I wish you all the luck in whatever you do. And I hope you get the sweating disease looked at. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it should be. (laughs) Thank you for all the laughs, podcast videos, Ben and Fred watches, and the memories. I could not have asked for a better Pod 200. Thank you for both being legends. Hashtag goodbye. Hashtag the poorly planned podcast is the fucking goat. Hashtag thank you. God. Man. Well, can I just say, I can sum this up pretty pretty neatly. Mm. Thank you, Daniel. Ooh. Thank you, The Daniel. last, in a while at least. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. And look at that. Josie says, I will speak for many others when I say, thank you, Daniel. Oh. <laughs> Let's go, man. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Daniel. Genuinely, that's so nice. Al Feld says, my first poorly planned video was an Incredibles one, and this video begins with the mentioning Mr. Incredible. It has come full circle. I'm going to miss this channel. <laughs> Thank you, Al Feld. We appreciate it. Cal W says, this pod has entertained me a lot for the past four years, and I'm sad to see it go. This pod has basically been with me throughout my entire high school career, and it's fitting that it will end a few months before I graduate. It was a simple thing, but reading out the comments from the previous pod every week really helped form a community on the podcast that I've never seen before anywhere else. Thanks for the laughs. Can't wait for the poorly planned podcast afterlife 50 years from now <laughs> oh that would be beautiful <laughs> yeah. you come back as a ghost and i'm sitting in like my freaking hospital bed just like <laughs> hosting pitbull pics <laughs> josie says the poorly planned podcast afterlife better have a cgi ghost of bill murray or else i'm gonna boycott and riot <laughs> cj says the pod also got me through high school and i can't wait for the poorly planned podcast afterlife daniel's is hashtag ppp afterlife all right so i feel like this is, like, people are getting behind this idea um nms says an amazing episode. I have this as a top 13 best for the whole pod. Ooh, Ooh, top 13. Not bad. Not bad. A genuinely nostalgic throwback on several occasions. Having studied for a major exam this week, this pod has brought lots of laughs along the way. Unfortunately, I missed the Q&A comment section back when it was first posted eight months ago, so maybe this question can be answered in the next pod. What are your expectations for the inevitable Gambit, Gambit movie? <laughs> if it comes out one day, will you honor your promise about keeping your channel? I remember an old video saying the PHL channel would be deleted if Gambit actually releases. Did I really make this bet? That's kind of wild. Damn. I mean, you're a man of your word. (laughs) I mean, realistically, I probably won't keep that, but um, 
I mean, I you know, the Gambit movie with Channing Tatum, that was a classic back in, like, 2014 of, like, mm-hmm. rumored superhero movies. Yeah. So, one day, you know, that could bring the pod back. <laughs> the Channing Tatum Gambit movie. Um, Tag 2 versus The Gentleman 2. Which of these possible sequels would challenge The Godfather 2 for greatest sequel ever? <laughs> well, the thing is, Tag 2, I believe, would have a person less. <laughs> yeah, I mean, spoilers for Tag. It does end, I believe, with a... With a cancerous helms a cancerous helms who's like hobbling down the elevator <laughs> i mean the hospital corridor i am gonna go for a gentleman too but um tag two i would be interested yeah I also i'd be so I'm... down for both but <laughs> tag two has got to win this one <laughs> <laughs> having watched the pod since its very origin it will be greatly missed this and the og bhl channel have been my favorite youtube channels ever since i was 10 and i somehow came across your age of ultron review I used to anticipate the old MCU reviews almost as much as the movies themselves. I owe my taste in movies specifically to the days of Kingsman and Baby Driver being the most talked about movies on the channel. The pod was always a great way to unwind, and the way you two took the most random stories and turned them into jokes was nothing short of impressive. Favorite bits being anything to do with Dwayne Cruz, Will Smith, or the legendary The Waits. The Waits. In a weird way, the VHL channel and the pod almost serve as time capsules of pop culture since you covered pretty much a decade of the movie news overall. Time to time, I go back to those old superhero movie lineup videos and laugh because of how little of that news actually ended up happening. (laughs) Fantastic Four 2 coming June 2017. (laughs) The day I started university, you posted the end of Beachel Hudson channel video, so it felt like a real end of an era moment as I watched the channel and the pod and and pod starting in elementary school and all through high school. Really can't stress how entertaining your videos were and the effort was top-notch. Best of luck going forward. This was the quintessential online movie space. Hashtag peacemaker. Not a joke. God. <sighs> NMS. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much, man. Ah, bro. Fuck, man. Who? Anson. I feel like there's so much that I could say when it comes to the end of the pod. I have so many amazing memories from the show. Up until earlier this year, the Poorly Planned Podcast was the only podcast I ever listened to. It was a very sudden decision for me this year to dive more into the world of podcasts. And I've been happy to find several new favorites, but nothing will ever top this for me. Okay, goody. Say yeah, I was going to say. I was about to, I was about to riot here. I was like, hey, yo. And I'm happy to say that you guys... <laughs> gone way down in my life. Because they're maybe in the bottom 20. I don't know. <laughs> the bottom 20. <laughs> uh, it's like I was unintentionally preparing for what would be an incoming newfound absence. I remember listening to the first episode while walking around with a metal pipe and smacking trees in the tree line around my house. Just a 13-year-old kid living on a farm all the way back in May 2017. I listened to most of the early pods while mowing the massive lawn that is on said farm. My family would all see me laughing hysterically as I slowly rode on the mower. A very confusing sight for sure. (laughs) I remember impatiently waiting to listen to the Batman and No Way Home episodes because I hadn't seen the films yet and then being excited to finally do do so on the drive home. I even remember exactly where I was when the pod fake ended back in episode 50. I remember pod 100 being one of my most hyped movies of the year. So many memories like that which are forever connected to to the pod. I've loved so many of the stupid yet incredible running jokes throughout the years. Thwaites, Rampage, Hand. Sorry. <laughs> hand. <laughs> what a joke. Beachel's ger- <laughs> geriatric distaste. That's so good. <laughs> and so many more. The funniest pod moment that comes to mind for me was all of the Ghostbusters <laughs> afterlife hate back in 2021. It absolutely killed me for whatever reason. The pod fits my sense of humor so perfectly, and I'm certain that it's even influenced my humor in more ways than one. I also love how the pod stayed small enough for every fan to be included. Us frequent commenters became distinct characters in a way. It's honestly a very unique kind of community, and I've loved being a part of it. Thank you for reading mine and everyone else's comments over the years. It's been great fun. That's about it, I guess. Thank you so much for making the pod. I wish you and everyone else here good things in the future, and thank you for always making me laugh. Hope it doesn't sound too parasocial, but I'm really going to miss you too. Can't wait for episode 202 in, like, August 2027, or whenever the hell that may or may not happen. I'll be there. 
In the meantime, I think I'll start again from the beginning, as well as properly get to work on my own YouTube stuff. Hashtag, sadder than September 8th, 2022. What's happening? September 8th, 2022. September 8th, 2022. Is it like a war memorial or something? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a terrorist attack? It's like kind of like a really distasteful uh, way to end this? I swear, I thought I was going to say September 11th. <laughs> like, hey, yo, uh, Anson... <laughs> Huh. Um, than September. Okay, well, we'll puzzle that one out as, as we go. Mm. Um, but thank you very much, Anson. Yeah, thank you and so much. You know what? Shout out for all this, you know. I mean, we love all the comments, but for, for the... Uh, Anson had some, had some thought-out comments there, yeah, man. He really did. Yeah, some of these comments are, as we've said throughout the pod's <laughs> history, way more thought out <laughs> yeah, and, like, way better than our analysis. In-depth than we are. <laughs> and, the best um, of times in the pod. And, well, yeah, we can also address this a little bit later, but... Um, the the fact that like the commenters kind of became characters because we yeah. did that segment that's that's something that I have really loved about mm-hmm. it. Ooh, <laughs> Harun Borgers, who we he asked us to pronounce his name drunk in the Q and A. Oh yes, says pronunciation of my name was okay. Amazing episode <laughs> was okay. <laughs> See, I like how he doesn't specify how yeah. you're supposed to say. It. Well, thank you. Like, Mis- I accept you guys for what you tried to do there. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Borgers. The Poorly Planned Podcast Clips says, Man, here we are, Pod 200. This has been one hell of a journey, and I'm sad that it is over, but all good things must come to an end. This this was one hell of an episode and one hell of a podcast, and I will continue to make content for the pod until I run out. Thank you for all that you've done. There's only one thing to say. Thank you for everything, and I'll see you next time. Ooh. Thank you so much. Ashtoon. <laughs> <laughs> Which I believe could be pronounced in the, the Dune version of Ash Toon. Dune. Well, lads, we still got it. <laughs> Actually, let's We're keep so this going. <laughs> Guys, it was a fake ending. <laughs> Imagine at the end, you were like, you come walking in again. Uh, we upload hundreds more today. If we ever properly get back into this, we have to do another one. Uh, we'll be creative. <laughs> but we'll do another one. It's like, we fell out in the pod's done. It's been like six years. <laughs> yeah, we'll be... <laughs> we had an argument, and I guess we're going to have to end it. It's been 20 years since the last episode. Ashtoon says, Well, lads, the time has come. First of all, three hours. Truly the Snyder Cut of podcast episodes, and I'm totally down for it. Anyways, whilst I'm not a regular commenter, I have been watching. <laughs> kind of ominous. <laughs> I have been watching. And you have failed my test. <laughs> and I'm sorry to have to do this to you, Press his big red button. <laughs> we see Ashtoon running towards us. <laughs> we see Ashtoon flying in the sky <laughs> on his jetpack. He has a machine gun. Um, I, I've been watching. I was probably about 10 when I started watching BHL, and my god, how time flies. I'm now 19. I still remember the day that the pod was announced, and very quickly it became one of my most beloved pieces of content. The immaculate dynamic you guys have, mixed with us both having the same weird and stupid sense of humor, made this pod so damn hilarious. There are countless moments over the years that have me dying of laughter, and I want to thank you guys for that. So it is now time that I say farewell to the greatest podcast of all time and two of the coolest lads on the internet. Good luck to the both of you, and if you ever decide to come back, whether that be in 10, 20, even 50 years, I guarantee I'll be here day one. Hashtag BHL prob doesn't actually hate old people. Let's go. Redemption. What is this redemption arc you're trying to start? (laughs) Let's get this going. End the episode. End the episode. (laughs) You smash the computer. This never happened. <laughs> you delete the pod. Freddy is still the goat. Uh, okay, okay. Go. Smash the computer. <laughs> yeah, you don't actually hate old people. I'm still the greatest of all time. <laughs> Hashtag rip Tom Knews. Hashtag rip Dwoos. It won't be missed. Hashtag rip BHL Nosen. Hashtag rip Freddy. Hashtag 
Hand. King Shark voice. In case you didn't know. In case you thought that was our normal voice. Yeah. That was my Freddy impression. <laughs> Jaden says, three hour episode is actually insane, guys. You can question what's <laughs> guys. <laughs> yeah, fucked up. Chill out, bro. <laughs> I, I ain't watching all that. Uh, you can question what's going on mentally with Peach on Freddy, but you can never question their effort to give fans what they want. <laughs> It's a sweet sentiment, despite yeah. the obvious insult. <laughs> <laughs> um, having having been around since the very first pod episode on BHL's channel, I'm very shocked that still in six years, BHL still hasn't been able to find someone to give him a nose reduction surgery. But in all seriousness, <laughs> the growth of the pod has been amazing no, to dude, witness. But in all seriousness, the growth of the nose has been insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy. That thing's enormous. Uh, has been amazing to witness, not just in terms of quality, but also in terms of committed fans commenting and watching every week. I already said how much I appreciate the pod and both you guys in a previous episode, so I won't go too much into it here. All I'll say is thank you guys so much for the laughs and nuttiness across the last six years. Once again, I wish you all the best for your guys' future, and hope you guys are proud of the content and entertainment you've put out for the fans. It's been an insane journey with many amazing moments, and I'm glad I got to witness it all. Hashtag. Oh, here we go. Do you want to go one for one here, perhaps? Let's do it. Hashtag Tom Knews. Hashtag Bussy No More. Hashtag What a Joke. Hashtag Renthith Waits. Hashtag A Sneaky Guy. Hashtag Johnny Depp. Hashtag Duanta. <laughs> Hashtag George. It's the ultimate debate. <laughs> <laughs> We're the UN. <laughs> Hashtag It Didn't Hit Any Vital Organs. Hashtag Big Willie Style <laughs> Award. Hashtag It's Already in the Patient's Mouth, Son. Hashtag Blanta. <laughs> Hashtag Tafaz. Hashtag mm, Morbius. Hashtag Dune. <laughs> hashtag the Poorly Planned Podcast is a shout, you know. Ooh. Ooh. Hashtag fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag part of the journey is the end. Hashtags <laughs> Swarms. I thought that that's such like a beautiful end note. And then just the post credit scene of hashtag Swarms. <laughs> hashtag Sweaty Freddy. Hashtag Freddy the Anime Savant. Hashtag Beagle the Trivia King. <laughs> Hashtag this podcast was legendary. Hashtag thank you guys. Hashtag the poorly planned podcast is not a joke. God. Great stuff. Thank you, Jason. Oh my God. GC Green. Everyone, Will Smith hitting Chris Rock was the most iconic slap in history. Freddie, hold my tortilla. <laughs> I love that segment as well. That so was, I have to say, I did get um from friends who watched Pod 200. They did say these slapping bits were their favorites. <laughs> um... ZJ says, also one of my friends said, uh, yeah, the quiz part did kind of drag. <laughs> Which was kind of fair, I'm not going to lie. Uh, ZJ says, great episode that straight up had me dying at points. Hashtag pod in a pod in a pod. Hashtag peacemaker word a joke. Hashtag bussy forever. Hmm. I've been saying, th- I've been saving this sappy comment since BHL retired the BHL Hudson channel. So here I go. I first discovered your channel, your channel BHL, in summer of 2018 when I was 12 And I immediately became a fan. After a few months of watching your channel, I finally decided to check this poorly planned podcast thing that you kept mentioning in your videos. And in the limited bit of the pod I consumed, I enjoyed it, but it wouldn't be till about November, December, 2021 that I truly started keeping up and listening to the pod on a constant basis. In that time, the pod quickly became one of my favorite things to listen to. And along with that, it helped me get through the weeks at the time because some weeks due to stress from school or other things, I would know that at the end of the week, there would be new episodes of the pod that I could listen to to brighten my days. This pod helped me get through my sophomore and junior years of high school, and I'll always remember that. Second to last, I wish you two well in all your future endeavors. FDK, I hope the thing that you do post-uni you find success in. And BHL, I hope one day that I can walk into a movie theater to watch a movie, and at the end, I see your name credited as director. 
Finally, as mentioned earlier, I discovered the BHL channel in this pod when I was 12 years old, and now I'm an 18-year-old who in a few months will be graduating, and in a way, the pod's end and the end of BHL's channel kind of helped to mark the end of this time in my life and the beginning of my next chapter in life, where I'll adventure out on my own and figure out what to do with life. And to reiterate my point again, I would just like to say thank you. Thank you for all the amazing memories this pod gave me. I'll never forget it. Hashtag BHL Hudson is the effing goat. Hashtag FDK is the effing goat. Hashtag this pod was the effing goat. Hashtag Bussy never dies. <laughs> ending it on the strongest of the, of the hashtags. <laughs> yeah, right. Ending it on the most goaded one, perhaps. <laughs> P.S. Sorry about how incoherent this comment sounds. I wrote it on the fly, so I was coming up with what to say. Now just one final goodbye. God damn. I don't think that was very incoherent. It was not at all. Very coherent. Too much even. Yeah. <laughs> Could have put some more incoherent hashtags in there. <laughs> Thank you so much, CJ. Um, Connor Beer says... Man, this episode just proves to me why BHL and Freddy will always be my favorite duo on YouTube. This pod, in a pod, was a joy to watch and is going to be up there as one of the funniest episodes of all time without a doubt. Go. Even though the pod is ending, I managed to forget about that for just a little while and sit down to watch the lads have a great time. I started listening all the way back when episode one was uploaded on BHL's channel in like 2017, and since then I've never missed an upload, even when I've been super busy. I found BHL's channel in 2016, my first video being an MCU chronology, and to my 12-year-old brain, it was so cool to find some that was as passionate about Marvel and the MCU as I was. Over time, both his and Freddy's taste in movies kind of rubbed off on me and inspired me to see things like Baby Driver, the Mission Impossible franchise, and the John Wick movies, and that has had such a huge impact on my teenage life and got me into movies and shows I never thought I'd get into. Mm. This pod also always helps me clear my mind on those rough days, and I'll always be grateful for that. From about 2018 to 2020, I was going through a pretty rough time mental health-wise, but the pod would always be there when I needed it. Whether I was watching an old pod for the hundredth time or watching a new release, listening to the lads joke around would always lift my spirits and make me feel like I was part of a community for a little while. To this day, the pod still gives me that same feeling as it did all those years ago, especially with all the amazing commenters that have been making the announcements and such segment an absolute joy to listen to every episode. I'm subscribed to a lot of channels, but the Poorly Planned Podcast has the most tight-knit community I've ever seen backing it, and I'll never forget the memories I've had watching the pod. Thank you, Benedict and Freddie. It may sound crazy, but you really have changed my life. All I'll love, and I'll love you both forever for it. I wish you the best of luck to you both. I wish the best of luck to you both. You deserve it. Okay. Man. You and debate here again. Hashtag what a joke. Hashtag, of course, the wolf flies. <laughs> yes, bring it back. Hashtag, he's definitely bigger. Hashtag bussy. <laughs> Hashtag, I heart bussy. Hashtag, Beachel hates old people. Hashtag, Freddy is sweaty. Hashtag, come <laughs> Light left turn. <laughs> Hashtag cocaine pussy. <laughs> Hashtag Morbius. Hashtag more more Morbius. <laughs> Hashtag pussin and boots. Pussin boots. But seriously, the lads. Hashtag the poorly planned podcast is goaded. Hashtag I love this pod. Hashtag thank you. Well, hashtag thank you. Connor thank B. You. Connor. God damn. Whew. Oh, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot, man. It's a lot to take in. Whew. We will, yeah. We'll say thank you each comment so that, and we'll kind of take the general messages at yes. the end and, and, and talk about it all. For sure. But, but thank you all so far. But thank you all so far. JD Adams says, The poorly planned has been an inspiration to us all. Thank you guys. I even got to know some online friends through it, like GC Green and Pierce, who I've talked to for years and years now. Thank you everyone for making the pod such an inviting and fun community. I've been here since the beginning and enjoyed every minute. Thank you all. Thank you, JD oh, Adams. Thank you, JD Adams. Shelf Enthusiast. What a journey it's been. I'm going to seriously miss commenting and listening to new episodes. This podcast has meant more to me than you can really understand, especially this year, but I'll try to explain. 
This year's been hard, moving in on my own, trying to balance school and work and personal life, being transgender and without, but without the money or resources to fully transition, as well as living in a somewhat unaccepting environment. Needless to say, I've had easier years, but your guys' podcast became such a comfort for me during this time, and commenting on new episodes and interacting with the people in the comment section, who I also appreciate greatly and will miss interacting with, was such a fun way of engaging with your guys' content. Especially during long drives and work, listening to an episode made getting through those a lot easier. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for everything this channel has made. As a longtime fan, this will forever hold a special place in my heart. Finally, I just want to recommend a couple shows, since this will probably be my last chance to do so. Cowboy Bebop. I hear great things. The perfect anime to get into if you're not into anime, and if you are into anime, it's still just as good. It's about a group of bounty hunters in space, and each episode is a new bounty they try and collect, usually going poorly. <clears throat> it's very short with only 26 episodes, but in that time, there are so many great characters, fun episodes, and a deeply emotional conclusion that still brings me to tears every time I watch it. The Legend of Vox Machina. I believe I've mentioned this before, but I think this is the perfect show for you guys. It's based on the Dungeons & Dragons podcast Critical Role and the game they played on said podcast. Critical Role is a group of prof Critical Role is a group of professional voice actors who you may have heard of who you may have heard in animated shows video games before. They all return to reprise their roles in the show as the characters they themselves played in the game. The show is fun, goofy, high stakes, wholesome, emotional, and super bloody, violent, and vulgar. It's basically the Dungeons & Dragons movie if it was extremely R-rated. Hell of a fun time, highly recommend. Currently has two seasons with a third on the way. That does sound like kind of that a banger. That sounds kind of like a huge banger. Thank you guys so much for everything again. I'm going to miss this podcast, but I will always cherish the memories I have associated with it. It truly means the world to me. Love, Shelby. Thank you so much, Shelby, slash, sh slash, shelf enthusiast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, and good luck with everything. Mm. Liam says, best episode of the podcast, hands down. Ooh. Been listening to the pod for two to three years now, and it's been an amazing show. Poorly Planned is the only podcast I listen to, so it will be tough finding something to replace something so iconic. Sad to see it go, but it was a hell of a ride. Hashtag bussy. Hashtag BH legend. Ooh. Hashtag FDKW. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Thank you, Liam. Ozek says, <laughs> University Architect, how about we place these pods on campus for students to have their own private study space to focus on their <laughs> academics and contribute to the intel intelligentsia of society? Beach on Freddy, <laughs> pod in a pod. <laughs> poo in a poo. <laughs> yeah. We really ruined Sterling University. <laughs> uh, but truly, this was an amazing episode. All the cutaways were so fun. The banter was fabulous. And as always, as always, and Freddy's Les Grossman dance is quite the fan service. <laughs> Obviously, on the same level as Food Wars. Goodness. That's a... Damn. That's I never a, thought of me becoming a thirst trap. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a wild one, you know. I would say your Morbius dance was... <laughs> I would think so as well. Almost more thirst trap worthy. <laughs> I don't usually comment, but with such an incredible episode and momentous occasion, I feel as though I must. I first watched BHL when he released the new Batman Suit Revealed video, and my first thoughts were... What a cheap-ass motherfucker using an iMovie intro. I remember that video, too. Very quickly, though, it became one of my favorite so channels. Good. Not only for its uniqueness, the chronology what videos... cheap-ass <laughs> The chronology videos are goaded, but also its genuineness. It just felt like there was so much passion and enjoyment behind every video. This, without a doubt, carried over and was even enhanced in the Poorly Planned podcast. The dynamic, humor, and self-awareness you guys have always, have always had kept the pod funky fresh. Ooh. Ooh, gotta bring that back as like our slogan or something, yeah, <laughs> do a few more episodes. There's been plenty of moments over the years that had me in stitches, and it's been a pleasure to grow up with them. You are both some of the funniest mates on the internet. Thank you for taking the time to edit and record these pods, and thanks to everyone else here for making this a cozy little community. I'll be sure 
I'll be sure to be here if you ever decide to come back or announce any new content you individually make. But for now, good luck from Australia. Hashtag pod in a pod in a pod. Hashtag the pussy lives on. Hashtag what a bussy. <laughs> Hashtag BHL definitely actually truly hates old people. <laughs> no, we almost yes, went on another direction. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag common BHL and FDKW. Hashtag two goats for real. Hashtag so long. P.S. For nostalgia, just thought I'd list my top five fave pod episodes, not in any particular order, and excluding Ben and Fred Watch. Okay. Number five. Episode 125, the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania review. Ooh. I do believe that is episode 175. But I was going to say, at 125, like, that is... <laughs> that was a while ago. <laughs> but uh, I, I do enjoy that one. Mm. Episode 109, Best and Worst Superpowers. Number three. Episode 100. Number two. Episode 53, X-Men Movies Quiz. Why? <laughs> I, I have no memory of that one being very good, but I'm, I'm glad you liked it. And ep- and number one, episode 192, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Oh, and now... 200. Pod 200. Damn. Let's fucking go. Well, thank you so much, uh, Ozek. Anson says... Uh, let's see. Put some time codes here. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the maniacal Sterling uh, laugh. Yeah, whoever's doing that is legitimately horrifying. If I heard that laugh alone in the woods, I wouldn't even have time to be scared. I'd just faint immediately. <laughs> True. And then another is also pure terror. Okay. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> had to be done. The, that is quite the screenshot. It is Freddy turning in slow-mo, covered in cream. In 0.5. <laughs> Horrifying. JC Cinematics. Thanks for including my videos at the end. I wonder if uh, BHL, how do they compare to stuff you've seen in film school? Also, I just want to say thank you both for this incredible show. I listened to this pod ever since it started in 2017, which means I had this pod throughout middle and high school. Middle school and high school weren't the best for me, so having this podcast really helped me. This podcast showed me I'm not the only one who views movies the way I do. It's cathartic in a way that it's ending the year I start college. See, it feels like a common theme here. Yeah. Thank you, Ben and Fred. I'll give the pod and BHL shout out in my Oscar speech. That is, if BHL is... <laughs> I thought I was going to say, that is if BHL hasn't won an Oscar already. Mm, but no, that is something much more realistic <laughs> is being said here. If BHL isn't cancelled for ageism. <laughs> and thank you again, JC, for, for the edits. And how do they compare to stuff you've seen in film school? I'm not going to lie. There are a lot of people in my film class who can't edit for shit. Mm. <laughs> Just putting that so, out so there. So already there. So, <laughs> a, huge, a huge step up. Yeah, so uh, you would... You would be in the top tier. Okay. Um, do you, for, for old time's sake, mm. would you like to read this one and then I'll read the, the last Ooh, one? Ooh, I like it. I like it. I shall. Give, give. Pod 200. From Movie Guy. From Movie Guy, yes. Movie Guy says, Pod 200. Damn. Damn. I remember watching the pod the first day it came out in the summer of 2017 on BHL Hudson's or BHL's channel as an 11-year-old about to start secondary school and now I'm about to finish secondary, uh, secondary school next summer. A common theme, as you common say. Common theme. This pod has always been there to help me and cheer me up through my bad days. And when I look back at my teenage years, I would definitely have, rem- I would definitely have remembered this as my favorite YouTube channel after FTK <laughs> Gaming, obviously. Of course. Well, naturally. I I appreciate your your candid uh, way of saying <laughs> the truth here. Um, not really ready for the fin- finale, and don't know if it if it topped this monster George <laughs> of an episode. Sorry, I think we mean to say George. George. <laughs> I love both of you guys and will miss the pod and the BHL channel forever. I see myself listening to the podcast on loop for decades to come until I die. <laughs> kind of a grim ending, but a nice sentiment. If you, if you do that on loop, you'll die very soon. So. <laughs> yeah. Pod put anyone in the <laughs> I do pray for a return uh, in a few years, uh, or a few years later, but only time can tell. Thanks for all these years, for all the laughs and memories. From Samresh, a.k.a. 
movie guy. Thank you, Thank movie, you movie guy. guy. Thank you, movie guy. Goodness. And the final comment. <sighs> Damn. From Sean Grant. Okay. It's difficult to articulate my feelings on the podcast as a whole, so I'll say this. The other day, I was working on a crossword puzzle. The question was, what is Benji's last name? <laughs> I immediately burst out laughing, Remember your, remembering your impressions of, I am done. I am done. <laughs> this reminded me of how much I've enjoyed the podcast over the years, with me never being able to disassociate certain scenes from your hilarious descriptions. This means that random lines of dialogue like, Peacemaker, what a joke, make me laugh hysterically now due to all the jokes and hashtags. It's sad to see the pod ending, but I'm glad to see it's going out on a high note. As Tom Cruise once said, I'll see you in the movies. Ooh, Ooh what a, what a banger ending. one to end ah, on. Thank you, Sean. That's a, that's, ah, what a, what a wholesome comment. And yeah, we have, we have ruined, some could say, many films forever, yeah. but. <laughs> yeah. This beautiful death in, in, uh, suicide one. <laughs> Peacemaker. What a joke. One joke. <laughs> what a bussy Morbius. <laughs> oh, man, well. Damn. Thank you guys all yeah. so much for all who commented, for all who listened and don't comment, but mm-hmm. for all who commented, thank you guys so much. So much. Yeah. Do you want to say a few words and I'll say a few words? Just yeah. Um, well, should we, you know, should we take a little break? Okay. Yes. And then, cause maybe you want to, you want to eat something or I don't know. Oh, yes. All right. We are back. Yeah. <laughs> Ready had to take a, uh-huh. take a little snack break. <laughs> I munched. <laughs> um, well, first of all, on the note of all those comments, mm-hmm. we want to say, Oh, man, I don't even know how to. <laughs> I don't even know how to start because it's been such a. I mean, all these comments, but all the comments in all the pods we've done, yes. despite a lot of them being, you know, very jokey. Yeah. Each time we read them, it just, no, it fills me with joy and happiness and just this overall wholesome vibe because there's a nice mix between how much the pod actually means for the listeners and also, you know, the the jokes and community and like overall community that's been built around it, right? So, having like seeing that on a, you know weekly or bi-weekly basis when you read the comments has been amazing and this and this episode has just ended it with a bang epitomized it it, yes. it really has um yeah i mean a lot of those comments and you just there touched on it of like the community has mm-hmm. been like a really important part of the the yeah. pod and i don't know i'll be honest like i'm i'm not <laughs> not to get all like deep here but like i'm mm. not i feel like the internet is kind of a it's a very mixed bag of like if it's a good thing or a bad thing because there, there's a lot of you know hate and a lot of, yeah. lot of bad it's stuff. It's usually a very over the top bag on either end of the scale. Yeah. And the fact that we have, like someone said, like the pod has, you know, it's grown, but it stayed small enough that mm-hmm. there's sort of, you know, you know everyone's names in the comments when, yeah. you know, I don't know, Anson or Movie Guy mm-hmm. or Daniel or, you know, whoever comments something, you know, you, you know what the vibe's going to be and you, you have a exactly. fun and there's, there's a running theme and. Like, yeah, I, we use the word community a lot, but, like, it's really weird. It has felt just, you know, it's been a great vibe. It feels kind of just, it's like, been a, such a, good vibe because a club where you just talk about movies. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I think a lot a lot of YouTube channels, and, I mean, yours, you know this. I don't really know it. But um, a lot of work is, is put into it. Sometimes it doesn't, like, you're doing it because you don't really, like, you feel an obligation to it. You don't really want to do it. Whereas for the pod... Each time we've filmed an episode, I know there's a lot of editing going into it that you do, but every single time that we film an episode, there's it doesn't feel like you're working. It, it no, also, it's not working because we don't actually get paid. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we make shit on these episodes. <laughs> but you know, it's 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 something that's just been so enjoyable and something that I've looked forward to doing every single time. You know. Yeah, and I, I think the 
in the best of montage, I couldn't include all the comments because they were just like, I was going to include, you know, uh, you know, the pussy comments, those, yeah. like there was, there was just too much. So, mm-hmm. but I do want to say like, that has been a huge highlight and what's made the, what's made it. Yeah. Like it's made it what it is. Like, you know, we have our discussions, we have a lot of fun, but like, that is sort of what ties it all together. Like, um, and I, I just want to say, I can't go through everything, but just like some quick fire, just like specifics. Go on. The fan art we've gotten. Amazing. Amazing. The I remember the ones with like with Gad and with George God. and all this stuff back so in the day. So much fan. So art, much fun. And I loved it. And like and especially like in the beginning of it, I yes. was like, what the fuck? It was we're actually get, crazy. We're, we're we getting fan, fan art. Oh, it was it, crazy. It really just like made my week. I was like, oh my god, it's like beaming. It was yeah. so fun. The fan videos, like the ones from GC Green. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a remember the 3D animation that happened. Uh huh. The the Cump saga when everyone <laughs> sent in the videos of them doing the the Cump handshake. Movie montages, various stuff. The fan video for 50k, all that stuff's been mm-hmm. incredible. Um, the memes, we got we got two fan pages and an out of context page. Thank you, mm-hmm. Keen. Thank you, Pierce. Thank you, Logan. I mean, yeah, thank you, and all the comments on that and all the memes, the funny running jokes, the the traditions. Also, having people like meet slash become friends, you know, online with. I remember there was like a group chat and people in the comments, you know, clearly have like a great rapport with each other and just great creating rapport and like similar, yeah, similar senses of humor and. Another thing, like, next to the fan art that I found just kind of insane when we, like, really got the pod uh, up and running is that the people in our personal lives, you know, great, we're great friends with them, but they often look at us and are like, what the fuck are those guys talking <laughs> yeah, about? These, these guys, these clowns need to shut up, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then we basically just kind of, like, bring that to the pod and then for other people to to not have that reaction, just get it and just be part of that joke and have similar humor is is so fun. Yeah, no, that we've... We have this little community of people with the same broken, yeah. <laughs> like, stupid sense of humor mm-hmm. and love of movies. Yeah. Very specific uh, it's a niche vibe thing. to get in there. It's been lovely. And also, real quick, I just want to give a quick shout out to Luke and Alexis, who made the Tom Canoes theme song and theme video, yeah. respectively. Mm-hmm. And Kian for making the anime intro. <laughs> <laughs> the best. <laughs> um, it, didn't see, it didn't see many episodes. <laughs> but when it was there... God damn, Boy, was, was it, it special. <laughs> so yeah, thank you guys so much. The pod wouldn't have been what it is without you. We appreciate the funny comments, mm-hmm. the nice messages. Yeah. And like, uh, it's just been, yeah. And like, it's been so nice. It's been so nice. And like, some people touched on it as well. Like it's, it's helped them through different things in, in their life. And for, like filming it with you, always a highlight of, of the week or day or anything. Right. But also if there's ever like a tough spot, I don't know, we've talked about this. In a tough spot or just you know wanting to like kind of unwind a bit sometimes i'll just go back and listen to an episode and just hear me and my best friend having the best of times <laughs> and it, it's it's beautiful and if we can give that to other people who can that can lift them up in certain times that's honestly why i made that best of video because mm-hmm. i thought like also for me as well like yeah. it's something if i'm having a rough day or something i have a little little thing where i can just skip yeah, through yeah, it yeah. and just be like ah you know remember that mm-hmm. remember that bit um so yeah Thank you guys so much. In terms of the future of the pod, Ooh. I'm touching this. <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually not going anywhere. Um, God, that'd be, that'd so be such funny. a dick move. <laughs> we have 80 more quiz episodes. <laughs> um, well, I okay. I thought of the perfect metaphor here. Okay. For for what this is, even though you know, I don't want to. Generally, I don't encourage you know like a parasocial kind of thing. But for the sake of this metaphor, and also you know, it's a community. So you mm. know, as we talked about, for the sake of this metaphor, I think you can. View the pod as a friend who you knew for a piece of your life, a part of time, mm-hmm. who then goes away, you know what I mean? Le- leaves the country, goes somewhere else. Yeah. You don't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't expect to see them. You had a fun time. You don't expect to see them anymore. Maybe occasionally, 
you run into them somewhere uh-huh. and you have like you're like oh let's get a coffee for 20 minutes you sit down you talk and then you, you go like down. oh that was nice yeah. but you don't expect it you, you know don't expect I mean? it and if yeah. you never saw them again you had a fun time you had a nice time a beautiful but it's way fine. to say yeah exactly we are going yeah. like i think this is an ending mm-hmm. but i also as we've stressed we're not dying yeah we still have access to the channel bought <laughs> 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 a gun well actually one of us is <laughs> It's been a good run, buddy. <laughs> um, but, you know, if there's a possibility, if we get the, the itch for it, if, if never s- say never, if something, if Morbius 2 comes out, God, we really want to do a Ben and Fred watch, or maybe, you know, someone mentioned a Christmas reunion, that could go ca- kind of hard, you know, there's like an end go, of year, that could go you see hard. us once a year or something, but again, mm-hmm. don't expect anything, we are, we are heading off, you know, I'm still in Letterboxd, and you can, you can see our, our future careers develop, perhaps, uh-huh. world famous... <laughs> director writer world Pit, famous Pitbull Pitbull poster. <laughs> <laughs> but you know whatever we end up doing and again i will stress i do have just like again no promises mm. but just there's a fun image in my mind of like 10 years down the road or something we're both doing our careers you know yeah. established in our adult lives and, and we're, we're just, just like you know what? let's just let's just do, do a it. cheeky pod so you know <laughs> i love it so yeah don't expect anything this is the end but stay subscribed yeah that's how don't unsub please <laughs> <laughs> we beg <laughs> This publicity stunt would fail desperately if they all unsubscribed. <laughs> when we return in two months, uh, we can't have them all have left. And finally here, mm. I thought we could briefly talk about the pod for us. Yes. As as men. As as young boys. As boys to men. <laughs> as we went. <laughs> well, you know, just what it's what it's meant to us mm. over the years. Um I I just want to say on a couple levels. Mm, please. Uh, on a professional level, I guess, as I've, you know, touched on, but my professional goals in life are to create, you know what I mean? Make, I want to make people feel the same way that I felt watching my favorite pieces of media, you know, the, the ways you feel watching your favorite films, favorite shows, whatnot. I can go in a lot of different directions. Um, and one of them was, you know, I love the weekly planet mm-hmm. and we both have sitcoms that we love as comfort shows. Cause when people leave these comments about, you know, I listened to it while I was coming home from school or when I was on a long road trip and when I was in the gym and all this stuff. Like, I know exactly what... That was me with The Weekly yeah. Planet. And, like, the idea that we could do that for other people is genuinely incredible to me. is awesome. And yeah. is, um, is, I think, like, hopefully, if things go to plan, will be, like, a really beautiful first part of, you know, a career in entertainment, mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah. Um, Not hopefully. Definitely. <sighs> Come on now. My guy. Um... And yeah, and just, uh, again, all the comments, all the support. That's the thing also. I feel like all the support has been, like, mm-hmm. incredible. Just, it's been very encouraged. Like, as a guy who started making YouTube videos when I was, you know, 11, I could have gotten a ton of comments of, like, fucking kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, never again engaged in the entertainment world. But the fact that we made this show and there's been so much support, it, like, it really has helped me, I don't know, helped encourage me mm-hmm. to, in the direction of, of what I want to do. Yeah. And um, that means a lot. Uh, that means that means a ton. And in terms of just our friendship, it's been a pillar. It's been a. I mean, man, we were we'd known each other for like a couple of years when we started yeah, the pod. Yeah. It's been a part of our friendship for like most of our friendship, like ninety percent of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, and it's been a big big part of it. You know, it's given us more chances to to hang out and to mm-hmm. get to know each other. Exactly. And... Get yeah, like <laughs> as stupid as it sounds, we really have kind of gotten wake like gotten to know each other in ways I never thought we would <laughs> yes. through the pod right yeah. and i still remember because like even you know it's obviously grown exponentially since then but your channel uh when we first like started like hanging out i was like oh my god this is so impressive so cool 
And then when you suggested the pod idea, I was like over the moon. I was like, I was a little nervous, of course, because I was like, what? <laughs> You've seen FTK Gaming. <laughs> the quality I, I, of that is way better yeah. than what you want to do, I so would, I don't know how I would cope. I would shine you tenfold. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that to you. <laughs> no, but so like I was so on board for it, but I didn't know what to really expect, right? And from when we started to now, like everything I could ever possibly have imagined to happen with this like channel has just been blown out of proportion in every like good sense of it, right? Um, yeah, like we... It was like we, we did it when we were in school together. That's when we started. And then we both went to separate like uh, high schools, I guess. And that was obviously like, you know, a little bit of a, a little tough com- com- uh, com- continuing it then. And then even more so when we then moved to different countries. But the fact that we then kept that going as we were moving from country to country and still talking like every week, just, you know, I didn't need an excuse, but it was an excuse to sit and talk to, to my boy and exactly. just kind of keep keep each other updated in each other's lives and create really fun things, you know. Because like we usually do talk a lot about movies, anyways. So yeah. So recording that and then putting out for other people to to enjoy as well. It's just it's a beautiful little, little thing. Yeah, it's gonna be kind of crazy to going back to talking about movies in our in our personal lives. Cause yeah. We've for seven years now. We've oh, save it for the pod. Save yeah, it for it's the like. Pod. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I see a Tom Cruise story. I'm gonna just talk to you about it in, in real life. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if I ever see anything weights related, <laughs> what will I do? <laughs> What's, where's my outlet? This is the, this is how the pod comes back. Every <laughs> single time, any single movie thing, we just cannot function in real life. We're going through withdrawals. <laughs> I, I, see, I saw Dwayne News. Oh, I need to tell him, but I can't tell him normally. <laughs> Super awkward. <laughs> we sit there, thumb twiddling. <laughs> yeah, so like Dwayne, him and Vin had a beef. I can't do this. Get the mic. <laughs> and also, as I touched on before, the the thing how like looking back at these things like, because. Throughout the years, off the pod, you've made videos for me and mm. also just of trips we've been on and stuff like that. And looking back on that stuff is, is amazing. And having that with the pod as well to just kind of, I don't know, it, it does serve as a bit, of a bit of a time capsule, you know? Like you're able yes. to look back on all the years of like your friendship and you can like get a, you're basically transported there, right? Because like even though we're being semi more professional than we normally would be <laughs> than in our like on the pod than in our personal lives sure it is basically the exact it's same thing us, yeah um so being able to just go back and listen to you know it feels like you're with each other yes. and, that, and that's that's something i love i did drunkenly in a in a pub recently and this was a really <laughs> shit myself <laughs> <laughs> completely <laughs> I haven't been listening to a fucking word just like <laughs> yeah shout out the floor recently <laughs> it was like 10 minute monologue like, man I lately just pissed myself <laughs> it's been happening a lot more recently I literally just see a doctor or something just couldn't give a fuck <laughs> no I was gonna say and this is like the sort of like uh, the most like dark extreme version of it which was pointed out to me um but I was saying, like, you know what, because I was talking about the pod ending, I was saying, like, if, you know, in a number of decades, mm. Freddy dies, <laughs> I, was, I was saying, like, to have the time capsule of, like, yeah. being able to go back and listen to, like, basically 200 various just hangouts where mm-hmm. we were talking about movies is amazing. And, of course, you don't have to die for that to happen. It's just, like, whenever, yeah. and this has happened over the years, you know, whenever we aren't able to talk for a period of time, whatever, mm. just throw on a pod, it's like we're, like yeah. we're hanging out. and It's something I don't think many people have. And no. I think, and I feel very, very lucky and fortunate to be able to look back and just, you know, because you got like, that's also like, I'm a man who loves taking pictures, right? Yeah. So like, obviously I want to, I, I feel like I live the memories very well in the moment, 
but having them to be able to look back on an extra sense of joy, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah. Uh, of course, our friendship, you know, exists outside of the pod and it's <laughs> developed in its own ways. Um, but it, it just, you know, when we're friends, again, decades from now, when we're in our 70s and we're mm-hmm. still friends, we will remember the podcast the pod. as a huge part of the start of our mm-hmm. friendship. True. And something that I've, that's, you know, that's the, I think the note that I would like to end on really is, of course, it also, I want to say it has helped me get through, you know, some rougher, some rougher mm-hmm. periods as people have, have uh, mentioned in the comments as well. But I just want to say it's been so fucking fun. It's been so good. I've been like, I've had an absolute fucking blast doing this. Me genuinely. Too. Me and too. There is nobody I would have rather done it with than you. Man, right back at so, you. Bring it here. Thank you, man. Thank you. Ah, oh, man. Fuck. What a ride. Get a pussy joke in here somewhere. <laughs> I'm the peacemaker. I'm <laughs> shit myself. The last Shit myself. I don't know. But no, like, yeah, the best ride. Couldn't have done it with... Uh, yeah. I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else, but I also can't imagine a better person doing it with, like, to do it with. Yeah, I actually, I, I don't think I could have gotten away with doing it with anyone else. <laughs> no one would have put up with... <laughs> They'd be like, what the fuck? What is this nonsense? <laughs> I, I'll talk about the movies and the TV shows, but... The, the bunch of nonsense but no it has been incredible and so much fun and i'm so happy that you guys enjoyed it mm-hmm. so yeah i'm i don't know i've just had an awesome time and Best thanks time for ever. thank you so much for for listening and um who knows who knows what'll happen but uh, uh also just saying poorly planned tattoo definitely happening <sighs> it's definitely happening that'll, so that'll be on the instagram that'll be that'll be that'll, that'll be, be on the on the fidel guard instagram mm-hmm. but um yeah i think maybe don't really have a smooth transition for this, but maybe we cut to live action now. So. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. So, so awkward. <laughs> I don't know why we're trying to be so serious. <laughs> Shit was dope. <laughs> Hell of a ride. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you so much for listening. And we'll... <laughs> Sorry, no, no, no. We might have to take this from the top. But what? Let's do it again. No, let's... Did we just end on this true chicanery? I guess. All right. It, it's very in the spirit. It sums it. us up. You know what? Poorly planned. Mm. From beginning to end. <clears throat> Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. The Poorly Plant Podcast.